1: Preston and Steve's news
0: update with Kathy Romano. It right, is Monday, August 16th. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning. In the news this morning, a mask requirement in Montgomery County goes into effect today for staff and visitors in county buildings and facilities. In addition, Montgomery County commissioners in consultation with the Office of Public Health announced wearing a mask is now recommended for the general public for all indoor spaces. The county made these announcements on Friday. Montgomery County is now in the high transmission category per the CDC as the Delta variant drives COVID. COVID. COVID-19 cases back up. Officials will be holding a press conference today to provide updates on mitigation efforts and discuss the latest masking recommendations for indoor public spaces. Berks County also has new rules going going into effect on Monday. Masks are once again required for employees and visitors inside their county-owned buildings, regardless of vaccination status. The county commissioners approved the mandate on Tuesday, citing data that shows a sharp increase in COVID-19 cases in Berks and surrounding counties. Another 1,000 soldiers from the Army's 80 Second Airborne have been ordered to head directly to Afghanistan's capital instead of Kuwait to assist in the evacuation of U.S. personnel and Afghans who assisted in U.S. missions, a U.S. official told ABC News. That brings the total number of U.S. troops being sent back to Afghanistan to 6,000. The increase of service members to Kabul uh, follows General Frank McKenzie, the commander of U.S. Central Command, meeting with representatives of the Taliban early Sunday to inform them not to interfere with the U.S. mission at the airport, according to a U.S. official. Mackenzie also noted that the U.S. has the firepower to back up its defenses at the airport in Kabul, where the U.S. embassy was also relocated. On uh, ABC's this, Week's, uh, this Week, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken said Sunday that relocating the embassy to the airport was to ensure that they can operate safely and securely, but still maintain a core diplomatic presence there. The U.S. flag at the embassy was taken down Sunday, according to an official. Ambassador Ross Wilson remains in Afghanistan, according to two U.S. officials, like other diplomatic personnel. He was taken over to the airport early Sunday and the plan was for him to remain with the core team to continue the embassy's work from there. The evacuation of American diplomats continues with 500 from the embassy having left on flight so far. Meanwhile, it was a chaotic scene at the Kabul airport on Monday as Afghans and foreign nationals are trying to flee. Thousands of Afghans have amassed on the tarmac in the hours following the Taliban's breach of the capital city. The chaotic scenes captured by news crews and cell phones convey a terror and desperate rush to escape the country which is now overrun by Taliban militants in the lead up to the complete departure of U.S. forces. A video shared on Twitter shows large crowds of people including children moving towards passenger aircrafts on the tarmac. There does not appear to be security or law enforcement in the area. The Afghan president fled the country on Sunday evening. There was no damage after a car drove onto underground trolley tracks in Philly early Saturday morning, but SEPTA officials say they're still at a loss to explain exactly how or why it happened. The car made it onto the tracks at about 5 a.m., according to SEPTA officials, and photos of the white Jeep SUV stuck apparently fairly far underground circulated widely online. It took two hours for SEPTA to extricate the car and another hour to check the tracks for damage, forcing trains to reroute for part of the morning. Service ultimately resumed in the tunnel about 8 a.m. on Saturday. Do you
3: guys ever do that? Deflate your tires and ride on the rims on the railway? I try to at least once a year. It's fun. It's fun.
2: SEPTA spokesman Andrew Bush said details are sparse, but the car probably entered through a tunnel at 36 and Ludlow streets in University City, where above ground trolley lines dip underground. Drivers mistakenly enter rail tunnels from time to time throughout the system, he added, though he said it happens more on regional rail lines outside of the city. Of a car getting into the University City tunnel, he said, I can't remember the last time that happened. You would really have to go out of your way to do that. I'm
3: just stunned how far this vehicle is into the tunnel.
2: I mean, what do you, I guess maybe They were like, okay, well, I'll just keep going and come out on the other side. Or I'll hit
3: the Pacific coast eventually.
2: (laughs) Very bizarre. Unbelievable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In sports this morning. Uh
3: Well, there we go.
2: Jonathan India hit a home run and scored three times, and the Cincinnati Reds beat the Phillies 7-4 yesterday afternoon at the ballpark. drove Aaron Nola's third pitch deep into left center for his 15th home run and Tyler Stevenson added a two-run home run for the Reds who took two what of three in the weekend series. Stevenson's pinch hit, drive capped the Reds three-run eighth. Bryce Harper drove in two runs and walked three for the Phils who lost for the fourth time in six games. They dropped into second place in the National League East, a game behind the Atlanta Braves. The Phils are off today before opening up a series against the Arizona Diamondbacks tomorrow night. A T206 Honus Wagner baseball card. So sold for $6.6 million, wow. which includes a 20% buyer's premium, shattering the record for highest-selling sports card of all time. The previous record belonged to a 1952 Topps Mickey Mantle card that sold for $5.2 million in January, a record later matched by a 2004 Upper Deck Exquisite Collection LeBron James Autograph rookie jersey card. Both the seller and buyer of the Wagner card remained uh, asked to remain anonymous. Brian Dwyer, president of the Robert Edwards auction, which brokered the deal, said there's only about 60 of these that we can confirm through various population reports and available grading data. Of those 60, most are rated poor, authentic, or good at best. This card is one of the best examples out there, and it's certainly one of the best examples available. The card, which was issued by the American Tobacco Company between 1909 and 1911 in cigarette and loose tobacco packs as part of what is known as the T206 series of baseball cards, has a long history as baseball's most valuable card. And that's what I have for you this morning. All
0: right, thank you so much, Kathy. And, uh, yes, we are back from a couple of weeks off and to the, the grind of our daily appearance here on this uh, radio frequency. We're happy to have you on board, friends. We have a bunch of stuff that's going on. First of all, we have a new Word of the Week prize. We're going to give away a $350 gift card for our buddy Bob Dodge's Red Sparrow Tattoo and Gallery in Downingtown with the all-new Runic Tattoos in mm-hmm. Newtown Square. Uh, and you just collect the letters that we'll have at the end of the program and add them up, and then we'll have a word on Friday we give away. I think you know how that works by now. We have a number of guests that are going to be on the show today. Our friend Victor Fiorello... Uh, From Philadelphia Magazine, Philly Mag, the editor, will be on because the best of Philly episode, or not episode, uh, edition is on shelves now. We got them last week and I've been looking through it, a lot of good stuff. Always great things as far as food and entertainment and just whatever's going on in the city. So we'll talk to Victor a little bit later on this morning. Now we're also going to have actress Maggie Q on the program. She's awesome. She's promoting The Protégé, which is in theaters on Friday. So we'll talk to her and then... Uh, we have a show to announce this morning as well, uh, which is always good as something to add to your social calendar. So that's coming up. And, of course, uh, returning from vacation, we'll find out who here has the most interesting story from the past couple weeks off. Yeah, yeah. And if you're in the studio, it would just take one quick glance to know who's going to win that award. We'll get to that a little bit later on this morning. But, yeah, we'll we'll share some things uh about what took place while we were uh, a couple of weeks off and we apologize if uh, if you missed out on the live broadcast but uh it was always nice to it's always nice to have a rejuvenating period Get, sleep like a normal human being for a couple of weeks yeah. and then get back into the uh, swing of things absolutely so here yeah. we are friend uh returning with you on the roads you head on into work so uh let's take take a break come back in a second we'll give away a uh prize for the stupid question and we'll dive into some entertainment stories as is our regular so stay put we'll be back in just a moment or two
4: Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the weekly rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly.
0: The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant...
4: Now. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, the stupid question. We're going to give away
0: a four-pack of tickets for the Pennsylvania Renaissance
4: Fair. Ah. Right?
0: Yeah, that's open uh, weekends, August 21st through October 31st. And the question that I have for you this morning is, what is the largest moon in our solar system? Two one five two six three 263 wmmr Let's see if you do know the answer to that or not. What is the largest moon in in our solar system, two one five two six three 263 wmmr Bunch of birthdays to mention this morning while we're waiting for your answer. Writer and director, Wakiwa Titi. Taika. Taika Thank you very much. Uh, and he's been behind a bunch of great movies, Jojo Rabbit, I think. Right, yeah. uh, Nick. I know that's one of your favorites. Yeah, he yeah. makes an appearance in the Suicide Squad movie.
5: Yeah, and he did uh, Thor Ragnarok, and he's uh, a
6: free guy as well. Yeah, and yes.
5: what's, what's the name of the the character uh, in Thor Ragnarok? Where he's, he's the giant rock? Yeah, guy. yeah, K- the not Korg. Is Korg?
6: Korg. It's, Korg. It's, Korg. it's Korg.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. Korg, yeah. yeah. Uh great <laughs> character, which makes his way into Endgame, I believe, as well. Right. Yeah. Right, so, yeah. Uh, celebrating a birthday today. We Playing also Xbox. Uh, we also have Madonna. Oh. Oh. Madonna turns uh, 63 years old today. Nick was injured to a Madonna song. Oh, that's yeah. right. He uh, was. In fact, we'll do a list of things that Nick was injured uh, <laughs> while, uh, you know, various activities. <laughs> sure. Running I'm running tab. Yeah.
2: I once went to a Madonna concert with my best friend, um, and we don't remember one bit of the concert, so I went back the next night so I could see it. What saying? were you doing? I don't know. <laughs> actually we really actually, to be honest with you, if you talk to her, it's Elisa. You okay. guys know my friend Elisa. If yes. you talk to her, she swears, um, you know, and everybody says this, but she swears someone roofied us. So we oh. made friends with this couple next to us and the guy kept going to get us drinks and we maybe. were just wow. we were drinking yeah. wine and I mean when I tell you I maybe the first song. I remember we wow. had to leave our car there, Uber home. Like it was it was oh, like not. Wow. I mean, this was years, years, years ago. It was that's before kids, we were young. Um, yeah, but it was one of those times where we were like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have sent a st- enjoying the
7: yeah. <laughs> yeah, we probably should have sent <laughs> <said> a
2: stranger <laughs> to get our uh, drinks. Good. How do you like the material girl?
3: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: thank went, you Mr. Cosby.
2: So I ended up going, I got invited by another friend of mine. She was like, Hey, I have an extra Madonna ticket. And I was like, well, I went last night. Yeah, uh, I don't remember. So I'll go with you tonight. So I ended up going back wow. with her and watching the concert. The very That's scary. That's okay. scary. Yeah. yeah, no kidding. Yes. Yeah, so there's a little uh, public service announcement. Don't have a stranger get your drinks for you at a concert. So
0: were you after that that being getting that banged up that night? Were you hurting the next day? Oh, yeah, or? I think okay. I
2: drank ah. water the next wow. day at the concert. Oh, you God. know,
3: there've been some horrible concerts I've seen. I wouldn't mind being roofied for. <laughs> but <by>, yeah, <laughs> uh, Madonna
0: is 63 today. Kathy Lee Gifford has her oh, birthday as well she's oh my god. Ain't we
7: got
3: fun? A Carnival cruises, Yes, ride. absolutely. <laughs> commercials. Ain't
7: we got fun?
3: And then they stopped for a while with the norovirus. You remember yeah. that was a big thing. Yeah, so she's
0: uh turning 68 years old. Today. I like her. Kathy Lee, yeah. Yeah. Uh James Cameron, speaking of uh writers and directors, he turns uh, 67 today. So
3: you know he taught himself film and directing and all that stuff. He would go wow. sit in on classes at USC. He wasn't even attending. The school. We would sneak in? Sort of sneak in, and then he would get books out of the library. Okay. He was kind of, I think he was driving a truck. Wow. And taught himself, and then went on to become an innovator in film production. I mean, look at that,
6: Avatar. Nothing like that to that level existed before he created a lot of it. My friend Will did the same thing. Um... He directed episode? No, oh. no, no, no. But he taught himself <laughs> math. He was a janitor at Harvard. Oh. And, uh, oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, if you
0: can sneak in, you can get that done. Uh James Cameron is uh, 67 years old today. Uh the great Angela Bassett yes. also turns a year older. She is 63. Uh What's Love Got to Do with It? Amazing. It's great. Yep. It and uh, Black Panther's mother. Yep. Uh that's correct. Yeah. She's been in tons of stuff still. I got her groove back, waiting to exhale, all of that. Sixty-three. Uh, actor Timothy Hutton, uh, whose TV
3: show Leverage, right? That's uh, what he was yes, doing for a while. Yes, right, right. And I, I I remember a crappy movie. he was in Turk 182, Preston. Yeah, I remember that. He uh, was also in Ordinary People, which was mm-hmm. a really good movie. Yep. I, think, I think he might have been nominated for that.
0: Falcon and the Snowman. Right, right. Uh, Steve
3: Carell.
6: Hey. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's him opening his birthday present. That's
8: right, yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
6: Uh
0: you should watch the the outtakes of him it's doing great. that with yeah. uh, oh, really? Catherine, with, uh Bell? Catherine Bell sitting next to him. She just can't She,
3: she can't, can't really hold it together. Can't make it through it. Yeah.
0: He's fifty nine. Uh Julia Newmar, Catwoman, on the Batman television show. I this loved her. 88. Uh, another great actor, and he's that guy. If you don't know his name, but Bob Balaban, he's great. Who's been in so many things, and he does drama and comedy. Great, he's a, he's a darling of of uh, Christopher Guest, yeah, uh, because he's in A Mighty Wind and Best in Show and Waiting for Guffman and all those movies. He's also the guy who's
3: with the uh, the UFO expert in uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. That's right. And then he was in the
0: uh, 2010 as well. Yes, that's isn't? right. Yeah. yeah, so he's he's done. A variety of uh, of different roles. He's 76. I love that guy. Uh, Reginald Vell Johnson. Oh, wow. Yeah, from the Die Hard One and Two and Family Matters. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, Powell, I think, was his character's name in Die Hard, right? I think so,
3: yeah. Yeah. He was getting the Twinkies for yep. his pregnant wife. Yep.
0: I love that guy. Uh, And I loved him on Family Matters. Uh, He is 69. And speaking of Die Hard and Bruce Willis, it's Rumor's birthday today. Rumor Willis. Daughter with, uh, with he and Demi. Uh, she is sixty or thirty three. She's not sixty three. Dear God! <laughs> Holy Jesus! He had her when she when he was one.
3: <laughs> that guy was promiscuous.
0: Uh, and I guess, I don't really know her as an actress. At all. She's done some stuff.
3: Yeah. I think she's. I think she might be in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's in the House Bunny. It says here. Right. Uh, right. But I don't. Which she was nominated for that. Much
0: else, but uh, she is uh, celebrating her thirty third birthday today. Uh. All right, we'll see if uh, someone knows the answer to the stupid question. What is the largest moon in our solar system? Uh, 215-263-WMMR is the number, and I will go to Nick. See if he knows. Hey, Nick, good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you guys? Good. Uh, Nick, do you know the largest moon in our solar system? Would that be Ganymede and Jupiter? Ganymede, yes, Nick- correct. Hey. Woo-ha. Woo-ha. Hang on a second, Nick. Woo-ha. Get your information, and we're going to set you up on four-pack of tickets for the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair. Open weekends, August 21st through October 31st for tickets and other info. You can visit com. And in the... Uh... During our time off, our, my son broke out his uh, telescope and we were looking at the the moons of Jupiter. Wow! It's crazy how clearly you can see them. It, it's a star on a telescope. Yeah, it's oh, unbelievable. Yeah, that and we saw Saturn's rings and the whole deal yeah, is pretty awesome. So uh, Ganymede would probably be one that we saw. Uh, So, hang on the line, Nick. We'll get your info. Congratulations. All right. uh, At the box office this weekend, number one was Free Guy. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds. uh, And it made $28.4 million.
3: It was a theater-only release. It didn't release simultaneously on, um, you know, Mm pay-per-view or on demand.
0: Yep. Uh, uh, Also followed up was uh, Don't Breathe 2. Then you had Jungle Cruise at 3, followed by Respect, Suicide Squad, Old, Black Widow, Stillwater, number nine was The Green Knight, and wrapped up the top ten with Space Jam, A New Legacy. Uh, So we'll dive into some of the entertainment stories. We'll begin with Prince William, so concerned about sexual abuse allegations against his uncle, Prince Andrew, that he is asking his father, Prince Charles if something should be done, according to reports. I don't know what to do. Uh, the royal family is coming to fire for its hands-off approach to Andrew, especially in comparison to their micromanaging of Megxit. William and Charles agreed that Andrew can never rejoin public life, but they are reportedly increasingly concerned about the effect of all this turmoil on Queen Elizabeth. Uh, William and Charles both orchestrated Andrew's decision to step back from public duties in 2019... Uh, but scrutiny of Andrew and the royal family's handling of the situation was restarted when Virginia Roberts Giffrey, I guess is how you say the name, filed suit in New York last week claiming that he'd repeatedly assaulted he had repeatedly assaulted her when she was under eight.
3: Was this on Epstein Island? I don't know. Okay. Uh, that's uh I didn't see that show. <laughs> <laughs> no. But but the, the apparently when he was with Epstein, one of the women that he was supposedly he said he never touched or groped, There, a a new witness has come forward and said he witnessed him do that. Okay. So, you know, for for what that's worth.
0: Sources tell the Times of London that the family is concerned of reputational damage to the institution of the monarchy. Ah. Uh, Currently, the royals are convening in Scotland with Andrew and his ex-wife, Sarah Ferguson, also in attendance. Uh, Meghan, meanwhile, is reportedly reaching out to her sister-in-law, Kate, to gauge her interest in a docu-series about her life as a royal. A source had said uh, Megan and Kate are actually getting along really well and have been in touch more often. They um, went to Floral and Hardy together, Oh, no,
2: that'll yeah.
0: do it. Megan has been talking about her, uh, talking about uh, collaborating on a project for Netflix, a documentary that will spotlight Kate's charity work and the huge impact that she's made with her philanthropy. Uh, while I
3: think they should be the new Cagney and Lacey. While Kate is uh,
0: generally private about her personal life, she is reportedly very flattered and is considering the offer. Oh, really? So we'll (laughs) see if something like that happens. That would be a nice little bridge. Yes,
3: absolutely. To, uh, to, uh, you know, see the ladies out together. Yeah. Going to Target.
0: Uh, Kaylee Cuoco is sharing her disgust over a uh, pentathlon who had punched her horse at the August 6th Olympics. Uh, the flight attendant star is an equestrian herself and yes. married to a horse trainer, uh, a guy named Carl Cook. And she shared her horrified reaction on Instagram stories. Did you see that footage? No, I never did. I read I read disgusting. the story and I did not. Uh, I did not see them yeah. punching. uh Where Where did the horse get punched?
3: Uh, it looked like the side of the head. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, like yeah. in the that, face? Well, it, that's what it looked like that I saw. Yeah, and then a, a punch on the butt. Wow.
0: Uh, She said, I feel it is my duty and heart to comment on this disgrace. Uh, This is not Olympic show jumping. This is a disgusting, classless, abusive representation of our sport in so many ways. This team should be ashamed of themselves. And she shared photos of Annika Schlu crying while trying to get her horse, Saint Boy, to jump. Uh, she addressed Schlue and Coach Kim Raisner, who was disqualified after she was seen hitting the horse on television. Yeah, you
3: can only, listen, you, when you're participating in a sport with an animal, the yeah. animal's going to do what the animal's going to do. That's why gorilla badminton was a failure. <laughs> right, 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 right. They they yeah. don't want to be disciplined I, he, he enough for the around He doesn't want to play.
0: Uh, but, yes, I mean, they, they train the animals, obviously. Yeah. But uh, but
3: they'll yeah. only do what they're going to do. Yeah. Did that uh, make it to the Olympics, Gorilla? gorilla no, <laughs> it never did. I, no? All right. no. Well, they were so reticent to play. I mean, I would watch it. Yeah.
0: But I can understand how training would be an issue and play. Well, <laughs> when one of them ate the racket, well, yeah. yeah, they decided that it was time to Probably hang it up. Pros cons, I guess. <laughs> Uh, so she said, "You and your team should not do. Uh, you did not do your country proud, or this sport. You make us look bad. Shame on you, and Godspeed to any animal that comes in contact with you. Pure classless behavior, right here. Disgusting on all levels. It is not our sport. This does not represent our sport." She said in another post, uh, "This rider and her trainer are a disgrace." Uh, the Big Bang Theory alum continued by saying, "I'll buy that horse outright and show it the light that it should have." <laughs> Name your price, she said. (laughs) She
3: got a little confused. I'll
0: take it out of its misery. Yeah, Uh, The incident is under review, and the coach has been disqualified from performing in the rest of the Olympic Games. There you go. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Two acclaimed film festivals, San Sebastian and Carla Vivari, are doubling down after being criticized for their support of Johnny Depp. San Sebastian announced the decision to give Depp a lifetime achievement honor. Prompting an immediate backlash. Uh, Spain's Association of Female Filmmakers and Audiovisual Media issued a statement saying that it was very surprised such a pre- prestigious event would honor a man accused by his ex wife Amber Heard of emotional and physical abuse. In the U.S., Depp was swiftly ousted from Fantastic Beast after losing a libel case against The Sun, in which he used them for, uh, sued them, I'm sorry, for referring to him as a
3: wife beater. Is Depp currently working on anything? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, I wonder, because, yeah, you reminded us, Preston, that he was kicked off that series, but I wonder if that stalled everything.
0: So the court sided with the paper, citing substantial evidence. MGM also decided to not release uh, Minamata uh, in theaters following the ruling. So San Sebastian is doubling down, though. This is the um, uh, the film festival. Uh, the festival director, Jose Luis uh, Robordinos. Robert, Robert Uh, said the role of of a film festival is not to judge the conduct of members of the film industry. The role of a film festival is to select the most relevant and interesting films of the year and to extend recognition to those who have made an extraordinary contribution to the uh, art of film. Uh, He said the San Sebastian Festival has been accused of failing to display ethical behavior in regard to violence against women. In the first place, as the director... And the person holding the highest responsibility for the festival, I would like to repeat our commitment to fighting inequality, the abuse of power, and violence against women. Arrump. As well as meeting the commitments acquired in the Charter for Parity and the Inclusion of Women in Cinema, the festival has consciously promoted the presence of female professionals at the head of its departments.
3: I've never heard of these, either of these festivals.
0: Yeah, I'm not familiar with them either. Yeah. I'm sure there's loads of festivals that... We're not privy to, but you know, they how come they we do don't get on.
3: invited? Preston,
0: uh, he said in the current climate where he notes lynching on social media is rife, the San Sebastian Film Festival will always defend two basic principles which form part of our culture and for our body of laws that of the presumption of innocence and that of the right to uh, reintegration. Blah blah blah. There you go. Uh, observers wonder if this is an attempt to rip uh, refurbish Depp's legacy and will it work? Uh, Eric Schiffer, chairman of Los Angeles-based reputation management consultants, we've got this. Wow, yeah, reputation yeah. management consultants—we'll take care of everything. A company that specializes in restoring or refurbishing the public reputation of prominent Hollywood and Your sports new name figures, is Johnny Durp. Uh, said the, to the Hollywood Reporter, the PR strategy of using high-level awards like this is to allow the talent's brand to bask in a perception Ooh. that he continues to remain relevant, that he was a top practitioner of his art and one worthy of esteem. The idea is to hell. begin to create... A, <laughs> I didn't have a whole lot of stories. No, really no, no. This one
3: no, but I'm, I'm, to me, my question is, is that wasn't there stuff concerning... Listen, I don't know how it ended off. It seemed to meander for so long that I forgot. Did it end off with proof that Amber Heard had abused him as well? Or how No, it... no, 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 no. They they sided with the... Essentially
6: the court they, sided they,
0: with her, right? They sided with the newspaper in that libel suit. All right. And then, I don't know where it still stands, because there's, like, he was suing her, she was suing him, and I've yeah. forgotten where it's been left. I just wish the part about pooping in the bed
3: was true, but that wasn't.
0: Uh, it wasn't true? No, it was the dog. <laughs> But anyhow the last part of this says the idea is to begin to create a different set of images in the minds of some who may have been affected by events with his former wife it is an effective strategy it is what I'd be advising him to do if he were my client this is the guy from the reputation management consultants
3: <laughs> <laughs> The bitch of it is he's so damn good I watched uh, Black Mass again over the time oh, off man so good
0: He's excellent in that
3: Uh, This is messed up. 16 and Pregnant. I have a couple
0: of messed up stories, actually. 16 and Pregnant star Lori uh, Wicklehouse.
3: Yes, I know her well.
0: I normally would not report on 16 and (laughs) Pregnant, but this is pretty messed up. She's been sentenced to six and a half years in prison for child pornography. Oh, Oh
7: my God. God.
0: Yeah, the 29-year-old was arrested and charged in Kentucky on 20 counts last year for possession of media showing a minor in a sexual performance. In September, she pled not guilty to all 20 counts, but... Uh, She switched her plea to guilty in May of this year as part of a plea deal. She must now undergo mental health counseling. The original warrant for arrest was issued on August 13th of last year. Investigators received a tip uh, from the Kentucky State Police Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force that an unknown subject uploaded images that depict uh, child pornography to a Dropbox account. Officers obtained a warrant, confiscated the search her iPhone and laptop where they found the illegal pornography. Wow.
2: So it it was like legitimate child pornography?
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Hey. What the...
3: Yeah, yeah right. exactly. Started she came it. from such a well-respected show. She was in the second season
0: of the MTV reality show in which then uh, the then 17-year-old became pregnant with her ex-boyfriend. The episode focused on the differing opinions of her family and friends as she decided whether or not to pull, put the child up Jeez. for adoption, which she ultimately did.
3: Hey, what what's Probably this, a good thing
0: for that kid. What's the
3: statistic uh, of uh, of Jared from Subways? He's still... He's in jail, right? right. How, how long is he in jail That's for? That's a good question. I'll look it up, but I don't remember. Uh, Louis C.K.
0: performed at uh, New York City's Hulu Theater at Madison Square Garden Friday. I didn't know there was a Hulu Theater. Made lots of jokes, but avoided the masturbation scandal.
6: Huh. But he already did that. I mean, he did that before on his last comedy album. Okay, well, he didn't touch on it in this one. Pardon my pun. (laughs) That's
3: good. Uh, He performed
6: in front
0: of a massive Hey, different strokes, right?
3: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I bet he had to beat his fans off of the oh, stick. Exactly. Because yeah. so many people wanted to see him. Uh, but anyhow. Uh, hey, you guys want to watch me? <laughs> oh, my God. Hey,
7: you
3: want oh to <laughs> yeah. watch me spank it?
0: Watch yeah. me spank it? It's comedy. Oh. Uh,
4: he performed. Hey, did you hear
3: the one about the guy who pleasured himself in front of women? <laughs> uh, <it's me>. Yeah, that's <laughs> me. That was me. Yeah. That's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so,
2: that's so freaking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Perform- you have no
0: concept of what's funny. <laughs> he performed in front of a massive sign that read sorry, oh. uh, but failed to actually address it. Instead, he focused on COVID, 9-11, and pedophiles. Uh, one attendee uh, who asked to be anonymous said, I thought some jokes were a little distasteful and over the top, but overall it was a good show. Isn't that what his
3: deal is, though? Uh, being, you know, that's his type of humor. I guess so, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I saw him at Helium when he was doing warm oh, up. How'd you like it?
3: Yeah. Uh, it? It was funny,
0: but I he's not not my, your, not he's your not my of type team. of comedian. Yeah, I know he's revered yes. and people love him, but he's just not my thing. So, it's, and this a different a, Strokes.
6: Yeah, right, right, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this was a pre-scandal too. Yeah, there was no yeah. black cloud
9: hanging.
0: Yeah, there's there none that. But I right. still, it, it was fun. We had a good yeah. time, but I didn't leave there going, "Oh my god."
6: That was amazing. He had one joke that night, because I was there as well. He had one joke that night that I, had me howling out loud. And it was just a joke about how stupid heads look when they're beheaded. And his, and I just, I he made the joke, and he made the face that all beheaded. <laughs> Can you and replicate it? The face? Yeah, yeah. He was like, the slack jaw. You know, slack jaw. And I just, I just lost it. I was howling. so funny.
3: He took that from Bob Newhart.
0: Uh, let's see. Emma Stone will reprise her role as Cruella Deville in a sequel to the movie.
3: Did you see the movie? I did not. I did. And? I liked it. Okay. okay. It's actually pretty good.
0: Nice. Uh, so the original was released in May, earned more than $222 million globally. So uh, that's good. Oh, wait. Let me double back to another terrible story here. Oh, boy. Uh, Horatio Sands, however, he's denying these accusations uh, made by a fan in a lawsuit. Uh, claiming that he groomed and assaulted her when she was a teenager, uh, uh, he was from uh, he was a cast member of SNL for right. a little bit.
3: No, I was reading this.
0: Uh, according to E, the unnamed woman claims the attacks happened when she was 15. He was 31, beginning in 2000. Oh boy! Uh, Sands' attorney, Andrew Brettler, told E this individual's claims about Horatio, Horatio Sands are categorically false. However, often she repeats her ludicrous allegations or tries to rope in other high-profile names to generate media attention. They will always be false.
3: I was watching a documentary about this sort of stuff. And um, listen, you want to obviously, if you've been victimized in, in a way that she's professing she was, obviously it's a traumatic and horrible thing. But there are apparently many cases that are brought frivolous lawsuits of this nature against celebrities on the hope that they get the quick payout and it happens more than you think so it's interesting uh before filing this lawsuit anonymously the
0: um, lawyer said she demanded 7.5 million dollars in exchange for her silence huh. we of course refused and will vigorously contest <clears throat> these totally meritless claims Uh, Let's see here. Oh, by the way, Live Nation will require all artists, crew and attendees to show evidence of full vaccination against COVID-19 or a negative test at their venues and upcoming festivals in the U.S. Live Nation employees will also be required to be fully vaccinated in order to visit any of the agency's offices, events or venues.
3: You remember, Preston, when all this came down. You want to talk about a business that was on the precipice of one of their biggest summers ever. Oh, yeah. Going from 100 miles an hour to zero.
0: Yeah. Nothing. Does
3: that that, uh, include MM barbecue?
0: You know what? I don't know. We'll have to find that out. Yeah. Because I just saw this. uh, I mean, it's a Live Nation event. They help us produce it every year. So Mm -hmm. I, I don't know either. The information was released yesterday. So the decision comes after Lollapalooza, which Live Nation organizes, was confirmed to not be a super spreader event. Um, more than ninety percent of attendees were vaccinated.
3: Aren't they doing the gorilla Badman event at the Wells Fargo? <laughs> they, they are, yeah. They are. Yeah. yeah, yeah, That's not sold out yet. No, that's not sold out. I was <laughs> at <eight>. <laughs> <laughs> great seats are still available. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
6: uh, so it's it's good to know that uh, it was not a super spreader event. I, I, I was at a three day concert in Atlantic City. It was a Live Nation show, and there were tens of thousands of people there. Well, I, you wouldn't I, know yet. No, um, but you wouldn't. Yeah. You're right, and you right. have to wait a couple of weeks. So, uh, you know, I'll be curious because I was um. I was a little bit nervous about coming in today. I was like, I hope I'm not bringing anything with you me. You are. But we yeah. love you still.
0: <laughs> yeah. you uh, are. Sam Reed will star as Lestat in Anne Rice's Interview with the Vampire series oh. uh, for AMC and AMC+. Did
3: I ask if you were a fan of Interview with the Vampire? You did. And what was your response? Yeah, yeah. Was I paying attention when it, you answered? It didn't do much for me. Okay. Um, what about you? I, I really like it. Okay. I, I had the same reaction the first time I saw it. And then on subsequent viewings, I grew to really like it. Um, do we know who Sam Reed is? Because I do not. I, I think, think that's the Brad Pitt character. No, no, no. Uh, this is the
0: actor. Oh. Sam Reed will star as Lestat. No. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I just don't, don't, know, totally see. I I don't wasn't know who I don't paying who attention is. Mm-hmm. He, um, he looks very much like Army Hammer. Uh, Nick is going to pull up his info. We'll see. It was a series he was in Captain America, the first Avenger. Huh. That, yeah. Or wait, is that Sam Reed? Oh, R E I D. Okay. R E I D, not R E E. No, you're looking at Jerry Reed. Oh, Jerry <laughs> Reed was in Captain America? I had no idea. Who's He's the guy from uh, who's,
3: who's the dad in Brady Bunch? Uh that's
6: Robert Reed. Robert Reed. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's us, oh, awesome. dude. I was going with uh, the office space guy. What's his name? <laughs> Gary Cole. Oh, right, 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 He played <laughs> Mr. Brady in the movies.
0: <laughs> okay. You're right. I was thinking that, too. Uh, I don't see anything in his credits that I recognize, so he must right. be... Uh, so he's
3: not that good.
0: Well, either that or he's an undiscovered talent. Well, yeah, that, too. Uh, Tom Cruise, of course, played Lestat, and the movie came out in 1994, so uh, they're doing a series. And speaking of series, uh, one last thing. Yeah, this is my last bit, uh, last story here. Ryan Murphy and FX have put Studio 54 American Crime Story into development.
3: Oh, I'm um, I'm down with this. Uh, uh, I, I love all things Studio 54. Yes.
0: Uh, the series would follow the story of Steve Rubell and Ian Schrager, uh, who built a mecca for the rich and famous, uh, which crashed and burned after they were convicted of tax fraud.
3: And, Preston, at, at least Rubel was so flagrant about it. You know, we talk about people who are doing these things... Like a Ponzi scheme over the course of years, and like, how are you not terrified every second that you're going to be discovered? But Rubel didn't have that. He just like piles of money on the uh, on the on the, the desk, and, and just incredible. They were hiding in the ceiling.
0: I remember seeing an interview with him, and they were asking him about you know right. uh, the IRS, and he goes, "What the IRS doesn't know won't hurt them." Right. He was saying things uh, like in that. an interview. In <laughs> an interview, so it was pretty much destined to happen. Uh, FX also ordered American Love Story and American Sports Story series from Murphy and renewed renewed American Horror Story as well. All right, we're ready for clips here, gang. Uh, let's see here. From singing in her father's church choir to stardom, respect follows the unparalleled journey of Aretha Franklin. In this clip, Jennifer Hudson talks about how she feels... After playing the role, here we go. I
10: feel more, I guess I would say, in tune with myself from this experience that much more because that was something she was always drilling into me to say, like, you have to tap into who you are, your voice, from your experiences. And I used a lot of that for moments like that in the film.
6: Holy mama!
0: Uh, So Respect is out in theaters now, by the way.
3: Apparently Aretha Franklin really um, kind of selected her. To play her, I believe it. Yeah,
0: I can't think of anybody else who would really have the, the really have the ability to do that justice. Yeah. Next clip: A blind veteran must save an orphan from thugs when they break into his home and don't breathe. Two. In this clip, Stephen Lang talks about approaching movie sequels. Here we go.
3: I think maybe I have a certain degree of confidence just because if if it was successful enough to warrant a sequel, then I figure I must be doing something right. But it carries its own set of insecurities. Don't get me wrong. Yeah!
0: Don't Breathe 2 is also out in
3: theaters now. I like the first one. He is definitely, it is a complete table turning from these kids who are breaking into this house. He's a blind guy and they don't realize... A, how deranged he is, uh-huh. and B, how competent
6: he is, and that he has the advantage. I
3: think he gets once the advantage get yeah. quickly. Yeah. Is he
6: from Delaware? He's from Delaware, right? I like, think so. Uh, he's we had friends, him in the studio. He's friends yeah. with like a calendar girl or something like that.
3: That I don't know. Uh, maybe I know he likes the song "Calendar Girl" <laughs> 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 from Neil Sedaka. Yeah. Wow. He was singing it during the commercial breaks here. January. <laughs> don't remember that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember case
0: possibly. Uh, and that is uh, the entertainment report for you this morning. So we're off and running. All right, let's take a break. Come back in a second. We have a few guests on the program today. Victor Fiorello, our buddy from Philly Mag, will be joining us because Best of Philly is on shelves now. The uh, issue and uh, actress Maggie Q will be joining us. And we also have an announcement to make about a show coming to town. So these things and more are coming up on your Monday morning. And we'll be right back. Stay with us.
1: What's new? Glad what, you asked. Dropkick Murphys. But if it ain't the
7: queen,
1: Foo Fighters. You to the Black Pumas.
11: No
7: mama,
10: my baby new music. More of everything that rocks. I'm 93 WMMR.
0: So, yes, as I said, we have uh, returned to the working environment after some time off. And it's always nice to see what everybody was up to during uh, vacation.
3: I made the assessment that I think um, I'm better with like long weekends, you know, on the whole, because I, you know, I end up doing a lot of work anyway, like working around the house and stuff like that. And I'm like, what the hell? It's like, um, you know, I, I find it unless I'm away. Uh, unless I've gone right. somewhere, a destination, my ability to detach and really get the rest that you're supposed to get on a vacation, right. it doesn't happen. You know, yeah. well, that's too bad. It's, a, it's it's a character flaw. I don't. How can you guys even stand to be around me? Yeah.
2: <laughs> I had probably one of the most relaxing vacations, so I didn't have anything specific planned. You know, like it wasn't a long two week. You know, go away somewhere. Right. Um, and so was it so- restful? It was very restful. Like, I feel almost like a new person. Like, you know, when you do Well, when you go away, you do a trip. Like, sometimes you come home and you're like, I need a few days to, like, get myself ready to go back to work. Like, my whole um, vacation was just resting. I mean, I went places, but. Most of it was, you know, the beach or, uh, you know, I went to a lake and just relaxed. Huh, right. So it, it was and nice. And when,
0: you, when you're in your own home, you can you can sleep in and feel, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah I mean, I, w- I, wasn't That's in, true.
2: I wasn't at my own home um, most of the time, but Ooh, it, it was still... Well, no, I mean, oh. I did, you were
0: in a familiar environment. Yeah. I still right?
2: did, you know, was away. Kathy, was, how do
0: you like your eggs? <laughs> 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 you
2: always have to turn into something terrible. Um, yeah, but it was so... I, I, but yesterday, I'm like, that was the most relaxing vacation I think I've ever had.
0: Nice. I guess the biggest thing that happened, because I, I mainly, you know, dialed it down and relaxed and slept in and, and, yeah. and, and did that. But we we did have a really cool moment that took place. Uh, over vacation, and that is that my son turned 21.
3: Years. Oh, that's a biggie. Yeah. My oldest
0: you, turned 21. As I
3: recall, you were going to do it in, a, in in grand fashion. Yeah, right?
0: uh, Casey. Uh, it was his idea because Casey's a birthday guy. Yeah, he, he has great ideas for birthdays. I, I wish I had that genetic ability to yeah. you know be th- as thoughtful as Casey is, but. Uh, he had uh, reached out to some friends. Our buddy uh, Matt Cowper, uh, who did a sick
3: job. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's the, Matt's the man. We give him a he lot. Is. You know, we 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 have fun with him. But but if you ask him to do something, he'll bend over back. Yeah, he's in our national sales department,
0: and and, uh, and so he he uh, gave us some contacts over it uh, because my son, who's twenty one. Had really no interest in in drinking. He's never drank before. It's not his right. thing, I and mean, that's mainly the focus of turning twenty one. But what he did want to do, which you can't do till you're twenty one, was he wanted to go gamble. Oh, ah, yeah. wow. like that's a great idea.
3: Prostitution? Yeah. No, that wasn't a thing. That no,
0: we didn't, we didn't know come that. That. do um,
6: that. At, you know, you don't technically, yeah. Above. You don't have to oh, be 18 yeah. to do that.
0: Yeah. yeah,
3: I guess you get a green card. Yeah.
0: So, uh, so Cowper <clears throat> uh, put us in touch with the lovely Noel at uh, Harris in Atlantic City. She's we amazing because we were going to be in uh, Wildwood Crest, and so it's a nice, easy drive up to Atlantic City. And we went to AC and we had so much fun wow. at Harris. Casey was there for the uh, yeah. event. My best friend Steve and his wife were in town, so we had a, and, uh, a few friends come out for this. But uh, so, what
3: did he think of gambling? We, he had a blast. Yo, that's
0: awesome. So, we, but first we had dinner at um, at Gordon Ramsay's restaurant at Holy. Harris. Wow,
3: outstanding meal.
0: Wow, outstanding
3: meal. Really, yeah. dude? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big, you know, I'm a big Hell's, I'm a big Gordon Ramsay fan. So, but are you I, really? Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah they get, they Hell's gave Kitchen, the private dining room, and stuff like really? that. Really? Yeah, it was really. Holy they opened up, and then, then uh, they, they, and, and I know. This is not me. <laughs> Boasting about this, this was just great, and it's one of the perks. But they gave us a, a private table to gamble at. Oh know, wow! Private, uh, black
3: you table were Mister Devereaux. It was pretty
6: yeah. awesome. Well, listen, there were we filled the table, and we could oh, yeah, we yeah. could have done it on on the regular floor or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think you know you know there was a concern because there was you know a novice gambler there, and sometimes other people who are not novices it, don't like that. And were, they don't have no. You guys yeah. have
3: made the point many yeah. times that there's someone screwing up the. Sort of dynamic of a table, a newbie, yeah. they can actually get castigated
0: by the other people at the table. We had like three or four people that were hesitant to, yeah. to gamble. Who, yeah. who sat down and and uh, were part of our group and played. But anyhow, the the, the fact of the matter is is that um, everyone, and I mean every single person at Harris was not only accommodating but they were super nice and. Fun too. Like our dealers were a oh, blast. That's the cool. pit boss. Was oh, that's fun. great. Our our servers and everybody was just nothing but a good time.
6: Dennis and Frank were our
0: servers. Yes,
6: yes. I remember
0: Dennis because that's the name of Kathy's husband. Oh, very good. <laughs> yeah. And sure. uh, uh, yeah, um, uh, oh, I forgot our, our, the names of our dealers, but they were great. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, we had such a good time. It was so fun. And and uh, yeah, Parker had a blast. We got the. Crap kicked out of us (laughs) as far as gambling goes. Like we didn't win a penny. I lost every
3: dime I had. Yeah, but we had a great time. Great time. That's what the whole purpose. And and um, that's great. You had a good time. And then I saw pictures of you pop up at the uh, at
6: the
4: Phillies. uh, Oh yeah, like
6: in primo seats. Well, so we got a uh, somebody had uh, uh, grammed us right. So they grammed us a picture of somebody who looked like Preston (laughs) behind home plate. And I zoomed in, and I'm like. Wow that that looks so much like Preston that I actually think it might be Preston. I'm not sure though. And so that's why I screen captured it and sent it to you guys going this is you, right? Because there right. you know there have been times where like somebody in the background looks like you and like
2: because well, it was, it was on TV. I got right. like yes. uh, ten text messages with the same picture <laughs> <of> people <laughs> sending to me. They were like, "Hey, Preston's on TV."
0: So it was uh, my friend Jim Lowe uh, had had tickets, and it was uh, right behind home plate.
3: And I mean, like the b- incredible seats.
0: And and I actually, I I initially I, I called Nick to see if he could go, and we'll understand why I called Nick right, first right. when hear his story. But he was still in Seattle. And so I'm like, well, who else? This, it was like last minute. It was yeah. like a couple hours away from the game. So I knew Marissa would be up for it. So I called Marissa and she went with me. And uh, I'd never sat that close to a game
3: before. It was amazing. Oh, my yeah. God. It was amazing. I mean, that, that's a once in a lifetime, you yeah. know, deal. And, and, and that's actually Nick does have a uh, sort of the grand finale story. So I'll, yes. ju- I'll jump in quickly with my little thing. Uh, my wife and I decide one day during the time off, you know, we're like, oh, OK, let's go out to New Hope. Okay, and so, yeah, I love lovely. it you know it's, yeah. it's it's great, lovely, so um, we're heading out there, and uh we get to town, and um i'm oh, we're walking around and I'm like, well, this is a really quaint little town, but oh my God, what does this does not look like where's, where's oh my God, God. you guys oh. went somewhere
0: else you right didn't go
2: to new <laughs> oh my God, a new town. Newtown Newtown, like, Where did they Wait, put it? No, the no, town? no. Did you go to Newtown new in town. Bucks County? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And it is a cute it's little town. It's a cute little town. town. I'm like,
3: where did they put the river? Right. <laughs> right. Where did they put the river? It's
2: not on the, <laughs> the river. river. And,
3: and it's like, and I'm like, Dude. And I'm like, I'm like, I I know what new, where all the, where all the witch shops? <laughs> oh the Witch shops. shops. In just my mind, I got off. I knew I was going to New Hope. But <laughs> I saw new, well, and, I, and I just got off, and I'm like, oh, here we are. And we had a lovely lunch and found a great chocolate tier place, a place called Naked Chocolate. <laughs> but I'm like, and then finally, I, I just, I said, I have to ask the waitress. You weren't using navigation to get there? No, I just, I, I okay. mean, I knew the general area, so well, I, I drew it.
2: It depends on, on you may there you may have actually gotten off of the new Hope exit. And, right. And, and just I think gone, that's what I did, Kathy, and just, and just, gone just gone stopped in Newtown. Well, and yeah. Yeah, and I'm
3: like, I, and so I asked, like, where's, where's the, where's no. the river? And I'm walking, <laughs> and I'm, we're like in a residential yeah. section, like, this is, we would have been we would have to walk about seven miles eight miles because it's about new Newtown is about 10 minutes it's, from it's right, it's yeah. like right, right there right Yeah. There. You, you could have easily but gone. i felt so goddamn stupid <laughs> and I, and the waitress i'm talking to the waitress at the place we're having lunch and she she's looking at me like uh, you know and i'm thinking oh my god this waitress does not get it <laughs> did you ask her where the river was yes yeah. <laughs> okay. and she, she goes the no, river this idea. is Newtown. Yeah. i'm like
6: Oh. <laughs> okay. Was, was your lunch good, though? It was really good. Okay.
3: And did oh you God. walk
2: along like the little, the little like, st- town
3: area? The main drag is really nice.
2: It's so nice, yeah. right? That's it's- where I go to get uh, my bee lasered.
3: Oh, excuse my God. me. That's where she gets her bee laser. <laughs> <That's where laughs> Kathy gets her bee laser. Uh, you just said that on the air. <laughs> <David>. <laughs>
7: Yeah, <laughs> no, but
2: it's so cute. I walked like your beef? Well, yeah. Great. Oh, you know? yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. I
3: mean, my ass here was extra long that day. I should have dropped in. Gone. Yeah,
0: nice uh, beaver. Yeah. Um oh my god, that's I, I'm sorry. That's I was great. gonna say something else, but I'm I'm now the laser beef. <laughs> oh sorry. I didn't need
7: to throw y'all. No,
0: is it it, it it was like when my uncle meant to go to, to Palm Beach or went to Palm Springs. <laughs> right. Got right. The wrong yeah. But you
3: know you've been there before. You're yeah. walking around like no, no, no. Yeah, I, where did Washington cross? Uh, and your buddy went and to I'm the wrong like, Where did they and where did they put the Bucks County Playhouse? <laughs> <laughs> where
6: is it? Nick, did your friend go to the wrong Portland? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. I was... mean on other sides of the country. Yeah, he was
5: yeah. uh trying to go to Maine. He did not he that actually ended up not going because he saw on the ticket uh, that it was a five hour flight to Portland, uh, Oregon. Okay. And he realized, well, five hours? Did you take that long to get to me? <laughs> <laughs> so he bought the ticket, Casey, uh-huh. and then they exchanged it. Whatever, yeah, so wow. he ended up going to the correct Portland. But yes.
0: All right. So uh, we had a 21st birthday. You went to the wrong town. Yeah. Casey, how about you?
6: Uh, well, I laid sod. I laid I saw it. You are yeah. so horny. I Casey was laid so... laid down the sod. I did. I, um, so we finally got the concrete done at my house, and then I uh, had the property graded. And it's not that big of a property, but so there's like 625 square feet of sod, and I bought it. Dude, listen, when you go to a sod farm, like, you watch them pull up the sod that is going into your... Like right then and there, he was fascinated by this. You would be too if you saw this machine. If you saw this, it's literally
3: like it's lifting up like grass carpet.
6: Yeah, yeah. And I want it lifts it up. It rolls it into a roll and then it puts it onto a pallet and, and but the machine that's doing it never stops. It just drives and does this whole thing it's and like then Skynet and then it is yeah. And I mean it's a machine if you know and yeah. it just it doesn't it's not good or bad. It's no, just, remorse. It, no remorse, no yeah. remorse, yeah. nothing, man. And it will
3: never stop <laughs> until your lawn is covered in sod. Uh, Come
6: with me if you want a green lawn. But we we um, we we went and had picked it up. And I laid it. I've never done it before, and it was like putting together like a jigsaw puzzle, where every single piece it's matches. So yeah. So, are,
3: are we, yeah. we, when we did the deal at our house, we got sod, and and you know just just because we I didn't want the dirt and everything blowing around as yeah. the grass started to come in, and so we did that. But you have to we like, we're you have watering to the hell out
6: F out of sun, And so it's in the backyard, and the backyard gets pounded with sunlight. Yes. And so we have to be extra careful vigilant. and vigilant and all that. So Never give up. So <laughs> Never. Uh, so we did that, and then I also built an outdoor shower. Wow. So, yeah. Ooh, I mean, did I you? didn't actually, it was a kit that we got from a, you know, a fence company or whatever, but... Um, you know, it took a long time and we did it in, I mean, it was blazing hot sun, but we got all that done. So it was a great vacation.
3: Sometimes to Kathy's point, if you can lift and for me, so my, it was, if you can lift things off your, your mental yeah you know to-do list and get that that cloud over away from you you find the eliminated stuff that's just been hounding you in the back of your mind i got to take care of that mm-hmm. that can make the vacation worthwhile
6: so mr peanut from uh you know the, the cardboard classic he ended up putting in the, the the plumbing for us and then i you know i built the shower enclosure with my neighbor uh, yeah. joe and <laughs> dude so my other neighbor rich who lives all the way down the street he was just walking past my house and i just had a quick question for yeah. him uh, i and it, and next thing I know, he you was walking... were walk- making love. Dude, we, a little bit. He's right. very, very tender. <laughs> he uh, he was walking to the beach with his family. He hung with us for two hours and helped build a shower. Wow. Club. I'm like, Rich, you've got good friends out Aww. there. Yeah. You know, Rich, yeah. he, and he kept saying, he's like, ah, I got the rest of my life to go to the beach. And I was like, I wow. don't, I feel guilty doing this, you know, but... A- and then when he a- left a- your I- house to walk to the beach, he got hit by a bus. <laughs> yeah, right? Casey no, has amazing awesome. neighbors.
0: I will never be that kind
3: of neighbor. No, no, I'll me neither. Right every one of your no, neighbors no, no. is like one a of them. really... Ex- well, except for one. But they're otherwise, they're all good. Oh, she's great, though. Oh, she is?
6: Okay. No. Um, <laughs> no. Oh, she yelled at no. me for... My dog peed on her hey. yard, and, and she yelled at me for it. <laughs> but it wasn't even like her yard. It was... Did you ever hear the term curb your dog or curb your pet? There's that one strip of grass between the... Sidewalk. Yeah, and yeah, the street. And you and should the have street. said three feet back is government means? property. That's what that means. And so the dog, my dog, uh, by the way, normally pee's in the backyard, but at the time it was all dirt, and I can't have him peeing back there. So he so anyway. You can't
3: have a dog peeing dirt.
6: He well, he lifts his leg and pee's on the tree there, yeah. and she starts yelling, No, 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 no. <gasps> and I was like, Oh, come on. I go, I didn't say her name. I'm not gonna say her name out loud, but I let's well, just call her Bimbo. I go, Bimbo, I can't. <laughs> I can't. He he's going. I'm like I can't stop him. He's already going. There's nothing I can Doesn't do about poop, it. it. It was pee. It was pee. Yeah. And even if it was poop, I would clean it up. Right. Um, and then we start walking away, and she goes, "Just you know, you know, please don't let him ever do that again." And I, uh, oh, well, I'll just say her name's Kathy. Uh, yeah. I go, I go, okay, Kathy. Like I was like, oh, I'm so mad at you right now. I'm like, dude, it, it's it's a it's a it's, it's an a dog, animal. Dog. Are you gonna yell at every seagull or squirrel or raccoon or? <laughs> Skunk or fox that pees on your property? Well, What is he,
3: Dr. Doolittle?
6: And, and and so, and then I brought it to Twitter. I go,
3: hey, Twitter, <laughs> oh, like, what's the deal bad, with right? this? That's and helpful. so, listen. I think you'll always get a, uh, if you try it in the court of Twitter, it'll always work out well. You
6: know what, listen, most of the people were like, you know, with that strip of grass, yeah. that that's fine. Um, and for anybody who has a problem <laughs> with the dog peeing on your property property... Right. Chill the f out. It's just grass, and like if it kills, like, all right, it's I don't, okay. I don't mean to get on my soapbox. You're, you're on a soapbox, soap but right. I, I feel you. But I'm on here, like, so if you're so pissed off about a dog peeing on your, on your. Chill out, man. Like, like I said, there are so many other things that, that do their business in your yard, and you can't police it all. And, like, what else, are, you know? And so, in my neighborhood where I live, there are no sidewalks. And so, people, when they walk their pets, they have to pee on your grass, not okay. the curb, you know, whatever. So, anyway, uh, so that happened. Okay. That happened. And, okay. And, and that hurt right. me a little bit. Yeah, uh, just a bit. Just a little bit and then that was my vacation. And any other vacation tales? Well you st- I, I have fish. one other one. You oh, had fish. I did go to fish uh on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And that there is there's a bigger vacation story that does not involve me at all. And so I don't want to take up any more time no, here.
3: We <laughs> we know that yes, Nick's material is gonna be the most interesting here. But uh yeah, you know, all right, we'll save Nick <laughs> for last. Yes.
0: Let's go to Marissa. Marissa, any stories from uh time off that you, you want to share?
9: I had a pretty chill vacation as well, Kathy. I totally agree. It's just nice to like. Chill out, not have many plans. Um, you know what you guys missed though? Well, We're dinner blanc. dinner <laughs> on
3: Blanc. Dinner on Blanc. I saw your Instagram
9: post. I had such a good time, and I will tell you uh, my revelation from vacation uh, having the day off after dinner on Blanc wonderful oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. sleeping in um, well no, because but- you got
3: to carry all your stuff to this dumb location and have, have that, and bring your own food
9: oh yeah if anybody finds a camping table i may have left that somewhere oh my god <laughs> you left your table well i was packing up my friends um actually are on the planning committee so we were there until like the very very end because i could be because i didn't have to be at work so it was one of the first times i was like Literally the last person to leave the park.
3: Did you know ahead of time, before everyone else, well, because you have friends on the planning committee?
9: All right. that No, I did not know because of that. But... Funny you ask, because um, I had that morning off, so I'm wandering around the city, and I'm like, oh, what am I going to bring to dinner on blog tonight? So I'm walking around, like, let me get some cheese, let me go here, and I go, I would really like some fresh bread. Where do I get fresh bread in the city? And I, I thought of a place on the other side of Rittenhouse Square, so I start walking through Rittenhouse Square, and a Penske truck is coming out of Rittenhouse Square, and I'm like, that's. Odd. Wait a second. Oh, and wow. I keep walking, and there's a huge stage in the middle of Rittenhouse Square, and I like stomped my foot, and I was like, <laughs> "Damn it!" I literally just stumbled into the location, ruined
3: her <laughs> surprise. Ah, mm. they, honestly, there's so many magical
6: aspects to dinner on Blanc. <laughs> uh but that that you were surprised then, yes, you, you know. So there's no problem there. You were surprised right yeah. then and there, not at six o'clock at night. Yes, you knew where to go. You didn't have to take a cab or a train to the other side of the city <laughs> to get your invitation just to go all the way back to Rittenhouse right. Square.
9: I knew how late I could be when exactly. I showed up because how short my walk was going to be. It was great. Um, right. No, but it really was incredible and it was fun and um, kudos to all those people that throw that out. That's really uh, the highlight of mine. Dinner on Blanc.
5: Yeah. it Was it Rittenhouse Square
12: this year,
9: Marissa? Yeah, so um, an, an odd thing and, and this stuff kind of doesn't get to come out afterwards because there's not a lot of post-talk about Dinner on Blanc except you know. Post-Blanc. Al- <laughs> um, but it had wa- They had wanted to put it in Rittenhouse Square a few years, but it could never go because it had already outgrown the square. Oh. But because this year was pared down and smaller, it was only 3,500 people, they were actually able to go back and do it.
6: Yeah, I have zero desire to do uh, Dinner on Blanc, <laughs> except where I want to go one time. And just bring spaghetti and meatballs and like <laughs> ribs and like all the things that'll stain my my outfit, and that's that's the only reason. Right, I'm right. Crazy.
9: When I I so I my favorite part about dinner bonk is walking around, and we wore masks, and we were walking around, and um you know just looking at people's table setups and kind of seeing what people brought. I'm very pared down; I only bring like a small snack. But some people go all out, and there is every once in a while I'll see some people with some like takeout containers and ribs and wings, Ooh. and I'm like kudos to you guys because I don't know if you're doing this because that's your favorite meal or if it's just the pun of it, but that's very enjoyable. And there was somebody, Casey, oh my god, wait, I totally forgot about this. I'm walking around and I stopped dead in my tracks and I'm like, are you guys waving a Delco
8: flag? Oh, I love them. <laughs> they that. were
9: like, yes, and never before have I ever seen anybody with like a beach flag, like set up on dinner on bunks, but it totally makes sense because if you're looking for your friends, you can say, hey, we're by the Delco flag. And I looked at these guys and they started waving it and and it made me think of you. So Thank
6: you. Um, I forgot hey, to does mention. Does Delco
3: have a uh, version of a dinner
6: <laughs> we should. Well, they do uh, Dining Under the Stars every Wednesday night in media, so that's uh. kind of nice. Uh, but, press, I finally got to wave the flag that you got for me for my birthday. Oh, uh, I saw that. Yeah, um, so I posted a picture of that. Yeah, and, and cool. people, uh, what's that? I said that was cool. No, it was. And people were like, well, isn't it going to, like, blow up your spot? And it's your license photo, which yeah, you love. So, yeah, yeah it was very spot. cool. Yeah, yeah, like, well, you know, are you worried that, you know, some people are going to, like, bother you while you're sitting on the beach or whatever? I'm like, no, it doesn't bother me at all.
9: Oh, and Preston, thank you for bringing me the Philly scheme.
6: Oh, no I
3: problem. I didn't want you to
9: think that that wasn't a highlight, because then I got to tell you all about dinner on Blog Day She next did. Night. <laughs> she
3: was asked for three hours. I heard all about it. Oh, did you have to listen to that? Yeah, yeah. All right. And then yes. we had to... This is the only way we could have executed this break, Preston, because a money shot. And right. there was Nick McElwain's yeah. vacation,
0: uh, which we found out about uh, his uh, activities, uh some point through uh, uh the uh, this maybe a weekend or something like that and uh, we got a we got a picture and a message from Nick and where did you go Nick
5: uh, I went to the Pacific Northwest I flew in and out of Seattle uh which is a great place I love that part of the country my girlfriend had never been before and Gorgeous. so uh it is and and uh I could I could see myself retiring there it's yeah. just absolutely beautiful and when I do vacations you guys know me I, I love doing national parks there are three within reach of um Seattle. One is uh, uh, Mount Rainier, which I've been to before. One is Olympic National Park, uh, which is also gorgeous out on the Olympic Peninsula. And then there's uh, North Cascades National Park, which I'd never been to before. And so we did uh, all three of those. We did uh, a few days in Rainier and then went to the Olympic National uh, uh, Park on the peninsula, which is really cool. And so it was uh, about eight days of a perfect vacation. And then... How uh, long were you to be away for? uh, Two weeks. The the full 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 two weeks, weeks, yeah. We left uh, the the Friday of our our last day at work, and then we were supposed to get back. We did get back on on Saturday of this past weekend. Uh, So a week ago, today... Uh, We had gone from the Olympic uh, Peninsula uh, to this place called Stahican Valley Ranch. And Stahican Valley Ranch, is I I chose it because it's off the grid. You you have to take a ferry to get there. The only way to get in and out is either via helicopter, which I can't afford, uh, to take a a ferry, a boat, uh, or to hike in and out. And I chose not to do that this time around. So uh, we, we go to this little town called Chelan. Take a ferry to get there. It's about an hour and a half in. It's, it's completely removed. You're, you're pretty much off the grid. There's one place in the entire uh, facility where you can actually get a little bit of a signal, uh, and it's called the, uh, the Log of Shame. Because you sit on that, and people you'll see people sitting on it, you know, checking their cell phones or whatever. The log of shame. The I log like of it. shame is where you can check in and, with the outside world. But the point of doing all of this is to get off the grid. So um, that's why I went there, and it's this absolutely gorgeous place, and we're, we fell in love with it immediately. And I'd never been to Olympic – I'm sorry. I'd never been to um, North Cascades National Park before. Thrilled to be there. Uh, first full day, uh, we go on a hike. And um, – uh, let me preface this by saying uh, I love the outdoors. Uh, I love doing new things. I love exploring. New how do the outdoors
3: feel about you?
5: I think that normally they, they we get along. Okay. Uh, occasionally, mountains punch back, and so I did this mountain called Mount McGregor, and it was a pretty um, rigorous and vigorous
3: and hike. Uh, when you go on hikes sometimes, Nick, they're, they're rated for levels of difficulty. Did this have a rating ahead of time that you were yeah, aware of? it's hard. It's okay. d- it
5: was rated difficult. And, and uh, altitude-wise, where did you start uh, and where were well, you headed? So Lake Chilean, Casey, is only at a, a few hundred uh, feet above sea level. So we started at, I, I don't know, maybe a 1,000 feet or whatever. And we were going to go to uh, – we weren't going to make it to the summit. We were going to try and get up as far as we could. And so we did all this. By the way, if at any point I'm rambling too much – uh, cut me off and ask direct questions because my brain is a little scrambled mm-hmm. because of what happens in this story. So please uh, just stop me if you need to. So we do the hike and we make it to as high up as we want to go and we're tired and, and uh, run down and we start descending. It was
6: hot. How long did this, were, were We started were at about at 8.30 point? in
5: the morning uh, and um, we had lunch at this beautiful uh, outcropping where we could see Were you wearing the
6: white, both of you guys? It was dinner on Blanc. <laughs> <and> <laughs> hike on <en> Blanc. <laughs> yeah, it was hike on Blanc. So at um, what point? Did you guys turn around? What time was it?
5: Um, probably at about two. No, no, okay. no. About three in the afternoon. That's it. Right. Wow. That's a,
6: that's a long, long ass hike. Yeah, oh.
5: and it was all up. You know, oh, okay. it was a, a pretty steep um, uh, incline. Arrow. Uh, yeah, and we only passed uh, two people the whole time we were there. So. Oh, well wow. we didn't realize yeah so so Rainier uh, National Park is really crowded there's a lot of people there mm. and uh, the, it's it's very populated you see people all the time Olympic National Park uh, is, is pretty similar all the places we went in Olympic there was a lot going on the reason why we went to North Cascades is because of how remote it is there's just not many people there and so we're actually technically right outside, right outside of the park on this hike itself start coming coming back down on the way up we had passed this gorgeous waterfall and this freshwater stream creek. I talked to one of the guides beforehand, and he said, you can drink out of the creek. It's that pristine. And I said, I have a filtration system. He said, you can bring it if you want. But I've, I've had plenty of drinks out of it plenty of times. It's fine. You don't need to filter the water. You can drink it, and, and you'll be okay. So I had this in mind as I'm coming back down, as, right. as my girlfriend Andrea and I are coming back down, and realize i got a place to stop. I can cool down. I can have a drink of water. This is something to look forward to, which is what you do on hikes, you know, to sort of break it up on the way back down. So we get to the waterfall. It's a little bit off trail. All right. It's about like 20, 30 yards off trail. So you got to kind of hike down to it. And uh, I am standing in the waterfall. I'm getting um, drenched by this cool mountain water. I'm completely refreshed. And so then we're there for about 20 minutes and it's time to get back on the trail to go (laughs) to go back down to the to the trail. we're alone. Yeah. Uh, just the two of us. So, we have to hike back up, I'd say, this uh, 10, 15-yard stretch where there's a little bit of scree. You guys know what scree nope. is? It's like loose uh, glacial rock. It's okay. it, it's um, slippery, and um, and there's not a lot of footholds there. So, I'm in the lead. Andrea is right behind me, and I'm scrambling up to to the trailhead to where we're going to go, and it's about four miles from that trailhead back down to the... Uh, I'm sorry, from the trail where we were back down to the trailhead to where we started. And I'm I'm going up in front of my girlfriend, and I'm off to the left a little bit. And here's where things get a little bit murky because I lose my memory entirely. So mm-hmm. um, what happened was, and this was uh, told to me afterwards, I slipped and I fell. And I didn't just fall to the ground. I fell down the mountain. Oh. So I fell about... Um, uh, 30 to 40 yards from where we were back down into the creek bed where the waterfall uh, came down to. And so I fell that whole way and what I don't remember is any of that or the subsequent hour and a half.
3: <laughs> so you're ricocheting off the... I'm the, rolling the, down. Yeah, yeah. Oh I'm not God. rolling
5: down feet overhead. I'm right. rolling down on my side. Right. And uh, so I fell that 30 to 40 yards uh, down this steep mountainside into the creek bed
6: and i hit my head oof how um all right so how how long of was the longest drop there uh-huh. was no free fall. Okay.
5: Um, so that's the good news. Well, there's mm-hmm. actually several bits of good news. The right. first is I'm alive. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, because falls like this happen and people can die. Mm-hmm. And people can die pretty quickly. There have been many days.
3: stories throughout this summer. Preston, uh, and Preston's reported on quite Preston's a lot Preston's had them. more than I can possibly remember.
5: of Died months. while hiking. Awful stories yep. happening with people out in the wild like this. So I, I roll down and I nail my head on a rock at the bottom of this ravine oh. into the creek bed. So now my girlfriend is 30 to 40 yards up above me panicking. She's watched this whole thing and is now terrified because she doesn't know exactly what to do or where to go or, or how to get me the hell out of there. And she doesn't want to fall. No. She doesn't want to hurt herself on the way down. So,
3: and you're both screwed. Yeah, so man, it could be deadly. Exactly. Yeah. And did she look for anybody to answer? If she had any answers that night? She had a whistle. <laughs> <laughs> she's
0: like, like Kathy did when I passed yeah. out.
3: She ran down to the
5: business office. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so what? So she, she had a whistle. Oh. And she's uh, she's blowing on the whistle, trying to get anybody's attention. But, but it you're, there's no one. Soon became apparent. We were alone on this oh mountain. It's called gosh. Mount Mount McGregor.
2: Wait, and you were awake?
5: No. Well, not initially. I blacked out. So, and also bear in mind that all of this has been told to me. I have no memory of any of this. I oh, remember the Lord. fall. Wow, wow, wow. I remember being in the waterfall. I remember the water cascading over me. I remember feeling refreshed and excited about going back down. That's and, effed up. And and going back to this place, the Heacon Valley Ranch, which I, I I cannot recommend more highly. It's a gorgeous place. I'm like, cool. We got this place to go to for a few nights. Um And I'm like, I, I was I was jazzed at how good I felt. <laughs> oh man. And uh, and then all this happened. So.
0: I'm um, walking on sunshine. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Where's that record scratch? Boom. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> oh my God. So
3: you're you you go cr- cascading down. You hit your head. You're out. I'm out. She's panicking. She's blowing a whistle in an area that you've gone to specifically because it's r- remote. I'm walking on the That accurate. was your
7: vacation.
5: <laughs> well, it was that moment of that vacation. One more time. <laughs> <No kidding. laughs> if
3: you don't mind.
6: <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty accurate representation yeah. of, of all of it. So, she's, what, she's what does she look, do? Yeah. She's looking down at you, and you are out.
5: You're um, out.
3: Yeah.
5: So, she has to scramble down this scree, this loose rock, to get down the creek bed. To find my helpless ass down there. And, uh, Are you awake at this point? Uh, not when she got there. Wow. Um, oh, she must How have been Was she terrified. freaking out? She thought I was dead. Uh huh. Oh my God. And, uh, I'm not, there's no hyperbole in any of the story, there's no exaggeration. Uh, you guys know me. Um, that, like, she was terrified that she had lost me. And then she's well, trying to she figure out...
3: He wanted me to find love after he passed. <laughs> no, <laughs> <So like> Immediately, <laughs> her mind goes... Huh. Wait, well, can I-, I, I will find someone else, but he was a great boyfriend. <laughs> uh, Wait, th- can that can that I must tell- have been absolutely horrific.
2: Can I tell them about the text I had sent you? Yeah, go ahead. So before Nick got to this this specific place, him and I had been texting back and forth some pictures and stuff like that. Uh, and he told me, "I'm this is where I'm going. I'm going to be off the grid the whole thing." And I said, uh, um, "I said, oh God, I hope Andrea doesn't try to murder you and leave you to vicious animals." Oh my God! <laughs> and he goes, "Yeah, I, I hope that too." <laughs> and then this happened. I was like. God, she pushed off.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so she saw me fall. Yeah. You know, she was right beside me when I fell, when I slipped and lost my footing. And and I I think I talked to you about this, Preston, and I've, I've talked to several people about it. But, you know, we all make many mistakes in our lives. And we think about what we've done. We think about what we did leading up to that mistake and what we could have done differently. Mm-hmm. I have no recollection of any of this, so I don't know what I could have done differently. There was no I don't in know, your mind. There was no moment in which we. Uh oh. There was no. There's no mind of like, and you're right, Stephen. There's not nothing. Around, like, yeah, I wish I'd gone with my left there instead of my right, right or maybe I just should have used my hands. To you climb just woke up, up in, the, in the in the in the
0: in the creek bed. Well, I didn't wake. I woke up in the creek bed, but I have no memory of that. Wow. So then, it, oh, go ahead, Preston. I, I was telling Nick. I said maybe that's a good thing because. For all he knows, like, mm-hmm. he was walking behind Andrea, like, mocking her, doing a little dance. Just to be a goofball, and all of a sudden, <laughs> slips and falls. Maybe he doesn't need to have that memory. <laughs> so, <laughs> so
5: she sees me fall. She's terrified that I'm dead. And then she has to figure out what to do. And right. part of the pa- panic is, do I leave him there? Uh, and and scramble down. And by the way, we're about four miles from the trailhead. There is a ranger station at the trailhead, but the whistle that she's blowing isn't calling anybody. So she her panic then is it was
3: a slide whistle. <laughs> no,
5: <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was an emergency. <laughs> you think people would hear that? <laughs> um, no, it's an emergency like beacon yes, whistle. Yeah, you, know? you got to have. And uh, so she's like, "Do I leave him there and uh, try to get down to the ranger station and and call?" Uh, you know, emergency services to have sure. him escorted off the mountain or, a, you know, a medevac or whatever. So she decides she's going to come down to get me. Um, and God bless her, she, man. Well, listen, uh, I owe her more than I could ever possibly repay. I, 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 She saved my life. Yeah. And again, no exaggeration. I mean, what she did saved my life. So uh, she gets down. She finds me. And she gets me uh, to wake up. So, Casey, to answer your question, when I got there, I was out. Mm-hmm. Or when she got there, I was out. Um, and then she she's bears with me and brings me back to consciousness. And so at this point, she's like, all right, I'm going to try and get him out of this ravine out of this creek bed and up back to the trailhead so that we can hike down together.
3: How many fingers am I holding up? Yeah. Dwight Gooden. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs>
12: well, why don't we take a five-minute break? <laughs>
3: um, so Steve, you're there. You're,
5: no, 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 Steve, there's a funny joke there. Um, she, she. a couple of days later, she had to check my memory several times right, and ask me how I was. Uh, and, and she's like, where were we last night? And I was like, I was in line at a... Getting my baseball card signed by uh, <laughs>
3: Dwight Strawberry. Um, so, so, be then that's a that's a concussion protocol, right?
5: Uh, Doc Gooden, yeah. yeah.
3: Um to, to, yes. you're taking so, from, from memories.
5: So I didn't have. Uh, so I had. A, I had and have a terrible concussion as a result. So what she does then is she gets me out of the creek bed slowly. Has to get me up this. Ravine and and back to the trailhead. And by the way, blood? by the yeah. way, Nick's face
0: is all banged up. Oh, okay. oh yeah. I mean, yeah. you should you can. I'm sure you'll post pictures or something. Now, yeah. but your face is messed so up. My, so I your, rolled um,
5: down. I hit my head several times. I, my head hit the rock at the bottom. My eye, my right eye, is still pretty uh, badly it's damaged. Really swollen. I can't yeah. see very well. Your orbital socket was it fractured? So I got broken. Well, here's the, here's the list. Okay, go. Uh, for uh, it. Broken nose, uh, bruised ribs. Bruised right orbital socket, terrible, severe, serious concussion, um, strained right wrist. Um you have stitches? No stitches because okay. it happened. Um, and then I'll, I'll get to this point of the story if we want. But um, I, I ended up making it to, to an EMT, and they didn't stitch it up that night. Case so okay. they, I got the butterfly butterfly uh, stitch stitch okay. yeah, on on the eye uh, as instead of the. Uh, stitches on the
3: open wound. But by the
2: time you got to the hospital, it was probably too late. I didn't get to to the
3: hospital until the next day. So it was
2: probably too late for stitches, right? So,
3: so, um, uh, so that's the list of your injuries. As Andrea is work, it, do you, is your arm over her shoulders, and is she yeah, basically how is she
5: getting you up? She, uh, she was positioning herself underneath me and pushing me up as best as she could. I, my my legs. Thank were God, working. she's in good shape. She's in great yeah. shape. Uh, I'm not in terrible shape, yeah. despite the jokes. I, I love to hike. I love yeah. being outside. I'm I'm decent at it. Um, and and I felt good at this point. I just right. was tired. But my I told her, and I don't remember this, but I told her I can do this. I can get out. So my legs were working enough. I didn't bang. I, I'm bruised and I'm yeah. hurt, but I didn't bang my legs up enough that I couldn't walk. Um, and I, I, the only thing that I broke was my nose. So um, she put my arm, my right arm in a sling because my my wrist really hurts and still hurts pretty badly. She, uh, she A makeshift sling for my right arm. And basically it took us about an hour, but we got out of that ravine. Uh, again, none, none of this I remember. So we get out of the ravine and then we're finally back on the trail and then we have a four-mile hike to get down
3: from where four we were. Four yeah. miles after you've gone through this. And she's she's like, uh, God bless her, man. That's just an amazing that she could do this. I don't know how she did it. Yeah. I, I,
5: I, the wherewithal, but I guess she just, it was. it it's one of those... Um, Metaphorical things where you're like, yeah, put one foot in front of the other, just keep swimming. And it's a hike and it's not a walk,
6: right? I mean, this is a hike. I
5: mean, you know, the good news case is we're going downhill at this point, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's four miles back to this ranger station that we knew existed. And we still have not encountered anybody, you know, blowing the whistle. So (sighs) quick side note. Um... We have an emergency beacon. We didn't bring it with us on this hike. Oh, my God. And and we should have. Yeah. We have a Garmin emergency beacon and, um, you know, 2020 hindsight or whatever. But we didn't have it with us. And so um, I wish that we had. And and every hike that I do from here on and the rest of my life, I'll bring it with me. No matter how minimal or easy the hike is, I'll bring the emergency beacon with us.
0: You're going to hike again.
6: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
0: We, uh, hey, two we, or three I years. Thought you, okay. I thought we
6: all told you you're not allowed. Yeah, we right told you anymore. you can't it's do not that t- anymore. I'm not, Remember, not you, this year. you broke your
3: leg from <laughs> not, the parking lot to the last hike.
6: <laughs> not next year. To me, I,
3: I, I do this comparison. If you're a bullfighter and you're going to the stadium... And you stop off at the Wawa for a cup of coffee, and there you get gored by a bull. Oh, yeah. It's it's probably <laughs> it's the funny, universe man. telling you that you shouldn't be doing that. I've been skydiving once, yeah.
5: you know, and that was enough for me. Yeah. Uh, I, and I survived, and it was cool. I don't need to do skydiving again. I just, I love hiking. I love what, it, I love national parks. I love being in the outdoors. Uh, but this one's gonna be, uh, be a little while before I get back out there.
3: Again. Well, so you have, have you gotten the, the? I know you're gonna get the 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 complete Dr. Mike treatment. Yes. Yeah, so but what, what are you, what are your
5: link? Oh well. So yeah. So here's the story the way you will. Here's where it goes. Yeah. So uh,
3: we we do the hike down the four yeah. miles and we
5: get to this um, uh, ranger station at the at this trailhead and uh, this guy named Stan Winters. God bless him. He's a volunteer. Uh, and he's working in the Park Ranger office. He he had just gotten out of the shower. He was reading his book. He's sitting on his front porch. Oh my and God. my girlfriend and I pull up uh, looking like we had just been, had the crap beaten out of us in a, in a boxing match. And uh, this guy could not have been I a nicer guy. <laughs> could not have been a nicer guy. He's also a godsend. So uh, we get to his house and uh, he puts us in his car and we drive from there because we're still in the park at this point. This is just uh, the trailhead. <laughs> And this va- this place, Stahican Valley, there's nothing there. It's a small yeah. little town. It's this outpost, really. And they have a, um, a national park visitor center in Stahican, in this little village. So he drives us the four miles from the park to this little village, and there's an EMT working there. Her name is Brianna, and Brianna is also just a kind, wonderful, amazing person. She's the one that put the butterfly stitch on. She cleaned me up. Wow! And at this point, they start I, my now. My memory is starting to come back. So my girlfriend's starting to ask me questions about where I am, who I am, where I what I do for a living. Um, what are you know. your goals? Uh, <laughs> what are my goals? When are we getting married? Yeah. What
6: is your five year plan?
5: What is your five year yeah. plan? <laughs> this guy Steve, this guy uh, uh, Stan Winters, um, starts making Rocky jokes. Yeah. You know, and, and like he's like, "Oh, you're from Philly." You look like Rocky. <laughs> he's, yeah. like, he's like Clubber Lang. Just took you, Apollo Creed. These guys are taking you down, but you're still, you know. And so, like, they're making oh, they're, they were making jokes, and they were they were helping me out, trying to keep you engaged. Yeah, and, yeah. and I, at this point, I was able to start making references again and and know who I was and where I was and the, and that kind of thing. But I don't think I'll ever have any memory of the fall itself or the or the wow. hour and a half afterwards. An yeah, hour it's and a half, gone, an hour and a half
3: gone, uh, so, completely blacked out. Yeah, you, and you cannot with a, with a concussion that's just substantive is apparently the one you had yeah uh, you know uh, you've got to be really careful with this
5: right and so um uh so i get back to the ranch which is this uh place called the stehekin valley ranch and this guy nate who works there was also incredible and and nate helped me out a lot too so i, I want to thank those people um so that's that's monday night that's monday <laughs> afternoon into monday night and then um they they determine and brianna and every the emt at the um uh, in the little village, they determine whether or not I need to get medevaced out. If right. I need to get on a helicopter or get an emergency um, ferry to get back to the mainland, uh, for lack of a better term, and Jesus. then t- to get to the hospital. And and I, at this point, acknowledge and they acknowledge, I probably don't need that at this point. So that's, it was bad, but it wasn't as bad as it could have been. And so the next day, they put me on the ferry. I go to the Chilean Community Hospital. Where they address me over the, the, the entire concussion protocol, I get cleaned up any, even further. What and, about what about that night's sleeping?
3: I mean, because when when
5: they do the th- the standard thing, wake yeah. up every two or three hours. Yeah. Andrea literally asks me questions. Oh wow! What do I do for a living? Where do I live? What's happened over the last day? What's the name of my son? What's the name of our pet? You know, all of that kind of stuff. And The final Jeopardy question. Yeah, <laughs> I got that wrong. Which, by
0: the way, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna whip up a Preston and Steve show Jeopardy game, and an entire category is gonna be Nick's injuries. Yes. <laughs> (laughs) We have to. I think so. Yeah. Yeah.
5: So I get to the Chilean Community Hospital the next day. um, We go over the entire concussion protocol, protocol. I get... The uh, CT scans on my face, on my head, on my wrist. Did they make um, you
3: sign the tongue depressor they use on everyone?
5: <laughs> no, no, but I got great care there as well. And then we just, we were like, you know what, we'll, we'll get a hotel for the night. So we yeah. stayed there. And then from there, went back to Seattle. And I, I, Kathy, you and I were chatting at one point. I was like, do you know? Do I even, do I want to go home? And one, what the emergency doctor said was, um go to a place where you c- it can be dark and quiet for several days. All right. And so we got a hotel room in Seattle where I was able to do just that. And uh for uh, since Tuesday, I've slept a
6: lot.
3: Yeah,
5: uh, I, I I was in or Tuesday or Wednesday we got back to Seattle and I uh, we found a nice hotel room. It was dark, it was quiet and I stayed there until Saturday when I got back on the plane as scheduled and flew back home. So That's my vacation story. (laughs) Yeah.
3: That's crazy, Um, man. And and look at the pictures online to see just how beat up Nick was at the onset of all this. Yeah, and I'll share a few more, too. But, uh, you know, uh,
5: thanks again to everybody that I
3: thanked. um, But
5: mostly thank you to my girlfriend, Andrea, uh, who is incredible and kind and loving and supporting and... Quite literally saved my life, and so I can never repair, but I am grateful to her, and I love her. And thanks to you guys for uh, bearing with me Mm -hmm. and and having one more story to share. You heard that Marissa needed a Tide stick to get a stain out of her white dress. You know what? (laughs) Next year... I think Marissa and I can just do this dinner on blanc thing and chill out outside. (laughs) Right, right. Do something at Rittenhouse Square. It'd be a A man was decapitated
3: (laughs) leaving dinner on blanc. Local broadcaster Nick McElwain had his entire head cut off. So yeah, that's uh, that's with a pie tin. Wow,
1: Wow. right, Yeah. Any
5: other questions? Because listen, if anybody has any, I'm happy to answer them. But like, it's it's a weird thing, and like. I know we're wrapping up, but, like, it's also this weird dynamic with our job because, like, I like sharing this type yeah, of stuff. Yeah. I like talking to you about it, but there's this public aspect of it, and it's kind of embarrassing. It, it, it hurts literally and figuratively. You look at something that you've done, and you're like, holy crap, did I make an ass out of
0: myself? I like, I well, feel
5: terrible about it. I well, feel... we have
0: another story coming from Casey, yes. and I
3: think, a little
6: later on that might
0: that that's gonna he, help me
3: feel better. He man. has, he, this is one that, yeah, he's been
6: sitting on as well, and we're dying to hear this one. Well, it's funny because I had shared that via text with you guys about how I embarrassed myself, and then uh, you responded with your pictures and your story, and it made me feel a little bit better. Could I was like, well, it could be worse. <laughs> yeah, I say, you know, it
3: really could be worse. Just remember that you're not Nick. Wow.
6: <laughs> All right. Well,
0: uh, an Exciting time for some of us uh, yeah. while our time off uh, was played out. But I went to uh, New Hope.
3: <laughs> uh, okay, no, you no, you didn't. New, <laughs> new, new Town. New, you new, new town. town. Yeah. All
0: right. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, so Nick's on the mend, and uh, we'll see what uh, what the next few days and weeks, as far as your recovery, uh, have in store for you. But uh, thanks for sharing. Yeah, Glad man. you're live. Me too. And, and doing fairly Glad well. Glad to be here so. with you guys. Nice. All right, well, listen, I want to take a break and come back in a second because uh, we have our first run of Bizarre Files stories since coming back from vacation. You're going to dig them. We'll have those when we get back. Stay down.
4: Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR.
10: 93.3 WMMR presents Money Clips. Wow, we have a lot of clips. Your shot at stuffing 500 bucks in your Money clip seven times a day. Weekdays at 8, 10 and noon, as well as 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. We'll play an audio clip from one of your favorite MMR DJs.
0: So true, Jackson.
10: And then give you a keyword. Text it to 45911. Or if you enter it at WMMR.com or our app, you'll also get entered for the grand prize, 10000 bucks. What the f***? See complete rules at WMMR.com. It's MMR's money clips from... Ua. WMMR, everything that rocks your wallet. Can you believe
8: football is back? This Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoop In and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2022 Eagle season tickets. All you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwin.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official Super Market of the Philadelphia Eagles
4: and MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
10: Now, Bizarre.
1: WMMR presents Bizarre. Preston and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre.
0: All right, we're going to dive right into these stories and some pretty intense ones uh, to begin with. We're going to go with uh, this one out of Lancaster City. This is a messed up story. I have a few messed up stories. Oh, but man. Awesome. Showed a police officer his father's severed head before being arrested and charged with homicide this past Wednesday.
3: So they 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 charged him after he presented the head. Correct. Okay.
0: They hadn't. They didn't know before. They didn't that. know. So Donald. Meshey Senior died of multiple stab Jeez. wounds to his body. His son Donald Junior. Is charged with homicide in his father's death. The two had lived together. Court documents provided new details on the gruesome case, including allegations that Meshi dismembered his father's body after finding a quote cadaver doll in the bedroom that resembled him. That's what he said. God. So, uh, police first arrived at the house after a woman called 911 reporting that Meshi had showed her a human head in the freezer.
8: My son's a lunatic.
0: And had said that there was a cadaver in his bed the previous night, but it was no longer there. Oh, boy. When police arrived, Meshi walked the officer inside, pulled a human head from the freezer, and showed it to him. (coughs) You want one? He told police that he had uh, found a, quote, cadaver doll sometime early Tuesday morning in the bedroom and that he stabbed it for two or three minutes. This guy's obviously insane. God! Um, Meshi said he dismembered his father's body, put the body parts in large construction-sized garbage bags, and then put them in the basement of the house. Uh, He moved the head into the freezer... Uh, before police arrived, uh, Meshi also told police that he moved the torso into a 2007 Lincoln Town Car that was outside of the house.
3: And then it was off to dinner on Blanc. Uh, he shoved... <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, uh, in... In February, he had shoved a woman into some boxes, causing minor injuries to her. He was charged with harassment in that particular case. So he took a bit of a giant leap between shoving a woman into boxes and dismembering his father. Like
3: they say, if you're going to be a lunatic, be the best lunatic you can be.
0: On May 5th, uh, a judge gave him the option of enrolling in anger management counseling after the the shoving incident and uh, completing six classes. He did not and insisted on paying $50 fine, $163 in court costs. He is currently charged with criminal homicide. How messed up is that? All right, here's another twisted story. A North Carolina car crash victim who was missing for nine hours was later found at a towing yard still inside the same car. Oh, boy. Now, here's what happened. So, just before 7 a.m., Teresa Williams was riding as a passenger in her own Jeep Grand Cherokee when her son, uh, Banner Williams lost control of the vehicle, and crashed into an embankment. Now, in a a bizarre turn of events, neither the emergency crews, towing company, or police, who even searched the glove box for registration papers, (laughs) noticed a 54-year-old sitting in the front seat. How do you miss that? There is an explanation for this, believe it or not. Okay, so her dead body... Was he
3: wearing Corinthian leather? It was a she, but her
0: dead body was not discovered until 3.15 that day after continued insistence by distraught relatives to search the car. That's impossible. Her family now feared that she may have survived the initial crash and died while she sat undiscovered en route to or at the towing yard. According to police, when they arrived at the scene, Cole was outside of the wrecked vehicle. That's the, the son, Banner Cole Williams. Uh, He admitted using heroin an hour before the crash, but investigators said that he never once mentioned his mother had been in the car beside him. Apparently, he did not say that his mother was with him, according to Teresa's mother, uh, Nellie Nelson. Nellie Nelson? (laughs) Yeah, I know. Uh, she that's said even, seems pretend. even when he went into the hospital after the wreck with a busted lip, he never mentioned nothing about his mother, according to Nellie Nelson. <laughs> she discovered that her daughter was missing when Teresa's boyfriend, Joel Woods, called her that day to report that the lab research supervisor had not shown up for work, which was very unlike her. Shortly afterwards, Teresa's sister, Sheila, called their mother to report Cole had crashed the car. And she said, that's when I started calling 911 and telling him to find my daughter. I said, go back and search the scene and find my daughter. Go find my daughter. Leaving her job, she rushed to the scene of the accident to help in the search. It was there an EMS worker informed her her daughter's body had finally been found at McGee's Towing Company. Now, according to the medical examiner's report, during a subsequent search of the car, a paramedic named Connie King opened the passenger door and found a dead body in the front seat covered in a lot of loose clothing behind a child's car seat. So there was stuff laying on top of her.
3: And they didn't know that there was a body underneath there. I mean, th- think about it. You probably had to move some of that stuff to work your way into the glove compartment. <laughs> I would think so.
0: When asked if the could corpse, you move your leg, please. <laughs> when asked if the corpse could be seen from the driver's side, she reported replied, "I'm not sure. I walked up on the passenger side, but considering all the clothing on top of her in the car seat, probably not."
3: Oh my god!
0: Police have been tight-lipped about the blunder, citing an ongoing investigation. we do not to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's another tragic story. I'm sorry, but these are leading the bizarre. Well, these
3: are amazing stuff. so far. You have two amazing stories. This is this is tragic, but, right.
0: it's, uh, but it's got a, a weird twist to it. Three Ohio brothers, all in their 30s, yeah. died after getting stuck in a manure pit on their farm. This is horrible. Gary Wub- uh, Wubecker, uh, Brad Wubecker, and Todd Wubecker uh, died Tuesday after being unable to escape from the manure pit and passing out from the fumes. We're talking the Wubecker boys. They were uh, fixing a manure pump when they found themselves unable to get out of the pit.
3: And they, they were, what, overcome by the fumes, I think? It was?
0: Yes, what I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, were, uh, they, they passed out from the fumes. A number of local farmers expressed condolences for the Wubecker family on social media after news of the tragedy. Manure pits are common on large livestock farms and are used to store waste before it's used as fertilizer on fields. But the pits can produce dangerous gases including hydrogen sulfide methane carbon monoxide and ammonia you'd think there'd be a way to sort of monitor that before you go into to do that kind of work and some of those gases can lead to headaches dizziness breathing trouble uh, breathing trouble and also death and that's what happened here it was really messed up uh, three sons all right we'll do another story we need a lighter one to end with uh, okay yeah let's definitely go with this one. Uh, a sheriff's office in South Carolina arrested and charged a man after deputies found a stolen horse. Inside a bedroom on Monday. I'll just put it in here. Right. <laughs> Gary Chase Cobble Jr. was charged with larceny of livestock. According to the Sheriff's Office. Why go to sleep? A woman saw uh, Cobble riding a horse down the road in the afternoon and then took it inside a house. One Wait a de- second. That's his bedroom horse. One de- deputies arrived on scene. They made contact with uh, Cobble's father, who stated Cobble was not supposed to be there. <laughs> Once the father arrived, Coble opened up the front door and deputies saw horse feces in the living room. The father demanded uh, Coble come out of the bedroom, and as deputies tried to take him into custody, he went back into the bedroom. And according to the sheriff's office, that is when deputies saw a full-size quarter horse standing in the middle of the bedroom. Uh, Deputies said the horse appeared to be calm as they followed Coble into the bathroom and placed him into custody. The horse's owner arrived on scene and noticed a small red laceration on the front left leg of the horse that they stated was not on the horse the last time they saw it.
3: Uh, it hit the nightstand.
0: Uh, Cobble is facing charges of burglary, petty larceny, and malicious injury to animals or person of property in unrelated cases. Can you imagine so- that you open up a bedroom door and there's a full... Horse. That would scare the hell out of you, right? Horse. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And there you go. That's what I have in the Bizarre file for you. All right. We're going to take a break. Uh, don't forget, we're going to have our friend Victor Fiorello, editor of uh, Philly Mag, joining us because the Best of Philly uh, edition is out now. And we're also going to have actress Maggie Q on. And we get closer to 10 o'clock. We're going to have uh, an announcement of a show coming to town. Always good news there. We'll take a break and be back in a moment. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve, small business,
1: love you, help you Line.
10: Nothing says summer like the taste of a fresh, juicy burger. Grilled to perfection and served up just the way you like it. And that's what you get at a price you can't beat from Rocks Burgers. Top quality beef that's always freshly ground and hand-pattied every day for the best burger around with delicious toppings like house-made all beef chili and freshly caramelized onions. For rave reviews and day-to-day news, look for Rocks Burgers with an X on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, or Twitter, at Walnut and Ridge for lunch and dinner every Monday through Friday, 11 to 3, and now 6 to 9 on Thursdays. That's Rock Burgers, Philly's Freshest, and soon to be your favorite burger. Next message.
0: Hi, this is Rob at Putt-Putt Fun Center in Clifton Heights. All you hero first
3: responders, we are giving away $3,000 in cash in our First Responders Miniature Golf Tournament for our 50th anniversary on August 21st at 12 noon. Free food and entertainment, too. Find the link to sign up on PA on Facebook
0: or PuttPutt underscore PA on Instagram. Time is limited
3: and so are spaces, so sign up soon.
1: The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less.
0: I thought it would be nice to enlighten you about some things that I've noticed.
3: Yes. He's back from vacation, all rested. He looks good. You saw him behind home plate at the Phillies game. (laughs) (laughs) He's the noticer.
0: I should have had my mask on. I know. Who who is (laughs) that guy? While I'm behind home plate. (laughs) Putting the whammy jamma on the picture. Well, listen, when you go to an amusement park, what kind of ride do you like to ride the most? There is a new CBS News poll that has uh, found out what Americans think about rides and what their favorites are. So, what what is it for you? I, roller I think coaster. Yeah, I think it's pretty obvious. Roller coaster. Right? Yeah, roller coaster by far.
3: Those are the money. Sh- whenever a, um, a an amusement park touts, I, like I, I wanted to get out to Great Adventure to try yeah. to run the Jersey Devil, I never got a chance to, but they're, they're, they've been very. Kind and I'm, I'm
6: trying to get out there and
3: do it, but that's always the thing that they hawk is their new roller coaster.
6: Mm-hmm. Actually, went on the first ride in a long time. Where when I got off, I was like, I didn't like that very yeah. much. <laughs> well, what was it? Uh, the inchworm? No, it's not the inchworm. Uh, press. I went to the Adventure Pier, Maury's Adventure Pier. Yes. Okay, so that's oh, yeah. that's the one yeah, that has the yeah. slingshot, oh, and, the really and, big
0: kind of gravity rides. Uh, the one that has the giants, you know, where you you're, you go up on a. Uh, it, it, you're in like a basket, not a basket. You're almost in like a sock, and they pull you up and they mm-hmm. and they drop you, and you swing out and what, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, They're yeah. Huge. I want to ride those. Okay. So, but there's one that you rode you did not like. That I well, did. Was it, it,
6: it was I was I was a scared, and I'm normally normally not scared on rides. So. Uh, I'm I'm gonna impress you're gonna have to describe for me. Because it's like I'm, a pendulum right uh, type of ride. Oh, it swings yeah. so, real oh, big back and
3: forth. yes. Uh, right. you, so yep. is it the same thing where you're in so, sort of like the Superman position? No,
6: no, no. You're, you're seated. You're seated. So here's the pendulum. I'm holding uh, the pen right, and you're yeah. at the bottom of the pendulum in a seat, right. just seated like normal, like right. you're sitting in a chair. Pretty simple concept and pretty simple concept, and it's pen and swings up. All right, and and so when it swings up this way. You're you're facing the sky, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's not so bad. But you swing back completely 180 right. the opposite way. And now you are completely facing the ground. And you are very, 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 very high off the ground. Yeah. And it's kind of like zero-G-ish. But I'm like... I was so worried that I was going to fall out of my chair.
3: How long? How long a process before it stops? Um, I mean, how long does it go
6: for? Let me say. I would say the ride is a minute, maybe something okay. like that, and so, it doesn't take very long for you to ramp up because it's you know it's, yeah. it's on hydraulics, right? So when the when the ride starts, you go like maybe halfway. Is this it,
3: what we're looking at? This... No. no. Okay.
6: No, that's not the ride. Uh, but I also rode it as well, which is similar to right. what we were looking at here in the studio. Um, but. Yeah, when I when I got done, I was like, okay, I won't do that one again. Yeah. I um, I, I done did it, and I am done done it.
2: Over the break, yeah. um, doing it. We went to Kalahari, which is uh, you yeah. know water park indoor, and uh, they actually have a really nice outdoor area. But it was the first time I rode a water ride that I got off, and it made me a little nauseous. No really? kidding. Yeah, like over the years, you know, as you get older, um, the yep. the spinny rides I can't do them. Roller coasters I really? like th- like two three is my max. Per day, and then I start to get nauseous. It was the first time I was on a, a tube ride, water ride with was it uh, like a flume?
3: Like is it? Was it?
2: Um, you know what? See, no, it's just like um, it, it was enclosed, um, and you were in a tube. She was in front of you know in the yeah. the, the tube in front of me. Uh, I was behind, and it just it, it whipped you in a circle really fast, like a couple of them. And when I got out, I actually got out of the tube. She got out first. I got out of the tube, and I I kind of like stumbled a little. Like I got right. so dizzy. I'm like, this is the first. Time on a water ride.
3: Is it like this, Kathy? We were looking at which
2: is No, so it's it, it's a smaller tube. Um, it's like very enclosed. Like you wouldn't be able to. Okay, I know what you're talking to like, about. Yeah. Was it dark? Uh, yeah. It was. Yeah. It, it was dark, and it just yeah whipped us around. Yeah. So the
3: one that I was pointing to, I've always wanted to do one of those, which is kind of like an open. Um, we call it the toilet bowl. The toilet
2: bowl. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly.
0: So you get yeah. shot out into it, and you spin around a couple spin. times. You see how many times you go around. Yeah. that. I love those. they are a lot. It of fun, looks fun. Steve. Yeah. You've yeah, been
2: to fun. Cali Sorry, right, um, Not Kalahari, oh, no, we,
0: we were Great Wolf Lodge people. Okay, peoples. so
2: they have one that, that's not to their standards called toilet bowl, but we call it the toilet bowl, mm-hmm. so you're not in a tube. It's just, you know, you go yourself one person at a time, and I mean, it shoots you out into this funnel, and you just whip around this <laughs> funnel, but then it's about, I don't know, three feet from the the water when you drop out so you drop out into this water they the lifeguard stands in the corner with a whistle and blows the whistle when you come up because you're so disoriented you don't know where you are oh, that's right. funny. and so she blows the whistle here she Great. blows the whistle so you know where to go
0: wow that's excellent well so 35 percent of the uh poll said that yes it's uh, roller coasters that's what they're all about what do you think i'm surprised at what came in second place? It's a distant
6: second at thirteen percent.
3: All right, so if it's you'll not, never guess it. Uh, the tram?
6: No, I'm thinking carousel. Nope. The, the most boring ride? It's it,
0: well, yeah, but for kids, it's great. I'll just tell you, it's the, the bumper cars.
6: Bumper oh, cars. I love me some bumper cars, man. Yeah, yeah I do. And. What's funny about that is uh, a lot of times when I'm doing the bumper cars, I'm avoiding cars. I'm not trying to bump at all. You're
3: just enjoying, like, (laughs) the the go-kart.
6: So years ago,
3: Preston, uh, it was on Long Island. (laughs) Kathy, are you familiar with a place called Adventureland? Oh,
2: my God. That was, like, where when we went back to New York, that's where we would go. Adventureland was the place to go. So,
3: Preston, it was actually a pretty decent um, little amusement park right on the kind of main thoroughfare. But their bumper cars were like had the same sort of. If you ever saw Frankenstein's lab, when they would touch and make the connection, yeah. you get sparks. showered with
4: sparks. Yeah, <laughs> <right>.
0: <laughs> this cannot be safe. So uh, tied in third place at ten percent with the Ferris wheel and log ride or water flume. Okay, uh, I still like the water. I, I still like the log ride. The water flumes are fun. You know, and, and that's different than
3: a water park ride. You know what I mean? The one yep. where you're in
0: the goofy log. Uh, right, I,
3: I find those kind of fun they have a killer I, is it which one is it um is it at uh, universal is it king kong or the, there's one person that's a that's a water ride it was under construction while i was there so holy I don't know, hell yeah, yeah. i pretty mean awesome. that is pretty pretty austere it's amazing
0: uh, the Tilt-A-Whirl Scrambler Rotor Spinning Rides came in at 7%. Yeah, that's what
2: I'm out
0: on. Uh, I can't do those anymore. You yeah. can't? Yeah. No way. No. We had one of those. Maybe attacks. the Scrambler, but I can't do, like, the barrels that you sit in and or yeah. teacup things. No. Screw oh, that. The
3: teacup, I'm, I'm still actually pretty good. I, that. And I don't know why I am, Preston, but mm. I used to love... When well, you it's hold on to the, it and spin the hell yeah. out of it? What was it, the Gravitron
5: that we had a camp on oh one Oh, my year?
2: God. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't, no. I can't
6: do that anymore.
2: I would be out for a week if I wrote that <laughs> right. thing.
6: We should put you on one of those now, Nick. Yeah, <laughs> and watch my head fall <laughs> yeah. off. I How was it, like, Nick?
2: doing, were
6: <laughs> I do like a Tilt-A-Whirl. That's the one that they feature in Greece at the very end when they have the carnival. You guys remember that? Yes, right? absolutely. Yeah. They go together like shabi shabby, shabi.
7: Shabby.
6: Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh,
0: so the carousel was at six percent. I Are... still I still will ride the
3: carousel from time to time. And Kathy, I'll even get dizzy on that.
0: Time. Yeah, Aww. I know.
2: Even I know. though it's so slow. Don't
3: you love the classic? Like when you go to a place that has a classic old style carousel with the uh, the hand carved. You know, horse. Oh, only? yeah, I, I only find, so I find cool. the artwork yeah. beautiful. Oh, it's
6: beautiful. And if they, had, if it has a second level, it's yes. really cool. Yeah, though. but I only like it if it has the brass ring thing. Yeah, I yeah. love that. Do they do yeah. that anymore? Uh, Ocean City at Gillian's Wonderland, they do it there, and that's the only place. It's a sea that... ring, though, President. not You got to
0: <laughs> swing your penis out there to catch it. <laughs> um. So, by the way, it was a the there was a division by gender. Forty two percent of men say the roller coaster is their favorite, compared to twenty eight percent of women. Uh, more men also named bumper cars by just two percent, while women uh, named the Ferris wheel and log ride, water flume rides, is their favorite than men.
6: But the note, uh, no drop rides.
0: No, oh. yeah.
6: I, no. Like I like Kingda Ka. It's an
0: awesome ride. Mm-hmm. You know, what I wouldn't mind trying on Kingda Ka is that drop ride that's on the side of it. Sure, yeah I, yeah, yeah. I haven't done that, but that looks pretty awesome. That's way the hell up there.
3: I, I'm I'm good with a lot of it. When you're when you're feel just suspended by one tether like yeah. you said the case of like the seat you're talking about right. that ride uh th- that could be a little problematic
6: you know what i used to really love and i did it uh the same day that i did that uh, that pendulum ride um and we used to call it and i don't know if this is uh oh, <laughs> you know the, we used to call them the chinese swings i don't know if they are they called chinese swings i know what you're now? talking about yeah. see i hate those too <laughs> yeah i the, the, well, you, the, you just, just sit in the dizzy. chair and, and they swing it you out, spins right out. out yeah yeah uh they
0: look like fun to me but they
3: uh, End up making me puke.
0: Yeah, so, no dice.
3: Yeah. It's funny we we talked about the Renaissance Fair earlier, Preston, and the um they have some of those those rides that I guess yeah you that are have...
0: that are human uh, right. powered. Like right. these guys will literally spin you around. Right. There's there's, a, there's one that's kind of like a uh, um it's it's tied to a big uh a tree stump or, right. or a, a pole, and it's got ropes that come down. It, it's a, a hole in the middle of this uh, seat that you sit in, and they push you around and around. It tightens the ropes up. It goes up a little higher and they let go and then you just spin around and around. <laughs> it's pretty cool. And then they have this uh, giant pig that you sit inside of. It's a swing. They swing it back and forth and they'll spin that thing
3: around.
4: Where's this? Is it Renaissance, Renaissance Fair. Fair?
3: That sounds awesome. It's so, actually a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah. Uh, is that even accurate? I assume that's accurate to some time prior obviously I, had to. But, right? I mean yeah.
0: oh. amusement park rides. Hang on I'm going to go to uh, Vinny. Yo Vin, you're on the air, man.
11: Yo, monkey dick ass. Yeah,
0: buddy. <laughs> What's up?
11: What's happening? Hey, uh, how you guys doing today? I uh, I heard you guys mentioning, uh, Preston, about, um, you mentioned about uh, bumper cars being a, more of a boring ride for yeah. people these days when older. Man, I'll tell you what, um, I, I, uh, I'm i from Pennsylvania, and we used to go to a place called Knoebels near the Pocono. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And uh, I just I was, uh, had the pleasure of taking my eight-year-old daughter up there, kind of show her the grounds right up around, man. And I'll tell you what. We got on that bumper car ride. That is no joke up there, man. <laughs> if you want a good thrill for a bumper car ride, that you might as well be driving 40 miles an hour. Wow, okay. <laughs> Isn't it Knoebels? A lot of oh, people are,
5: are texting about Knoebels because apparently they still have the brass ring at, oh, nice. uh, on the carousel at, at Knoebels as well, yeah. Huh.
11: Absolutely. We, did, we just did that, too. Lean off the side almost. Yeah. Your head If you fall off of there, I mean, you, you know, you're done. But, uh, yeah, we, uh, you know, grabbed the rings, threw them in the lion's mouth, had a blast, man. Hey, but, uh... You know, if you want some good bumper car rides, man, I'm telling you, that thing, I, we did it several times. They were so much fun. Vinny, if you don't mind
5: my asking, Vinny, how much did you guys end up spending? Because it used to be relatively cheap to go to a Knoebels.
11: Um, it wasn't bad. I think mostly, you know, you pay by ticket, so you can right. walk onto the grounds for free. All you have to do are buy tickets. And most of the rides were, you know, for the kiddie rides, they were about dollars. I think when you were riding the roller coasters like the Phoenix... Um and things like that. I think there were maybe four bucks, four fifty, something like that. So it wasn't out. You know, it wasn't crazy. And I think
0: you can buy uh, wrist a wristband as well if you want to ride sure all the rides. Right?
6: Okay. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. All right. Thanks, yeah. Vin.
6: Appreciate it, buddy. So yeah, uh, we used to work with a guy Jim, who was from uh, West Philly, Southwest Philly, and he said that when he was growing up in the late seventies, early eighties, that right. there was a there were two trucks that would ride it through the neighborhood. Oh that yeah. Had rides on them. Yes. Yeah, and they were just yeah. pulling what? into a neighborhood they and set p- up yes. large people. I remember hearing about that. Yeah, it was like a quarter of a ride yeah, or something cash. like that. Oh, like, my God. And they hilarious. were very safe.
7: Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, we, we,
3: we had the same thing, Case. Uh, yeah. And it was, uh, we were very residential, but they'd pull yeah. into like the supermarket parking lot. Yeah.
6: <clears throat> it was wild. Oh, my God. I mean, listen, we've come a long way as a, as a society and safety and stuff like that. My My mom was telling me when she was growing up, the The pesticide truck would ri- would drive down the street and just spray the streets with like right. a- and, and the- free drinks for everyone. The kids would run behind. <laughs> it. Yes, right. yes.
3: Whee. Whee. Okay. Agent Orange. Why? Why
0: am I so dizzy? <laughs>
7: this is
12: fun. This
0: is fun. Hey, today's
12: National Roller Coaster Day. Oh, shut
0: oh up. Man, yeah. I didn't know that. August 16th, 2021. Okay, nice. All right, well, listen, uh, I want to notice a couple other things right. if we have time because we got our guests yeah, so up. stuff
3: to notice because we have guests, we got to get this done.
0: If you live for uh Halloween, Spirit Halloween is looking for a chief spirit Officer. That's me. Anyone looking to enter the contest should know of uh, know of their Halloween themed skills on uh, Instagram or show off their uh, their uh, Halloween themed skills on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or TikTok with the hashtag Spirit Halloween CSO contest. I think I have a
3: pretty good game, right? You've so, yes. the setups.
0: Uh, the winner will get ten thousand uh, dollars free costumes for a decade and a spot hosting a social media series. How about that? <laughs> seems too involved. Uh,
7: <laughs> You're it seems, out. Uh,
0: yeah it's gonna end on the uh, the 29th. By the way, the spirit Halloweens are popping up yes they are they're not, yes, I haven't they haven't seen are. any open yet but they are definitely
3: they put the signs up and they're starting to get ready and they get into some big I, one moved into what I think was an old s- supermarket I, I passed by it. I mean, it's spraw- a sprawling amount of stuff.
0: Yeah. You know, huge. I told you last year that they're, they're, they've are they really increased their animatronics now. They have a, a lot more of it. And they had one, I told you guys, it was like, I called it the soul sucker. Yeah, yes. This, this creature yes. picks up this baby, yeah. this little girl. <laughs> God. It moves, holds it up to its face, and then it's, you start hearing, oh, and this vapor Starts coming out of the kid's mouth, and he's and it's got like a
6: fan in reverse in its
0: mouth, Sucks it in.
6: sucking it through. That so is
0: so cool, terrifying.
6: dude. It was awesome. Okay, um, I need to get this, <laughs> but also here's Steve. I've seen and I see these things on Instagram. I'm like, ah, Steve needs that to have it. this.
3: That's it. Um, so there, there's some that have to be case. That here's the deal, like oh, with the soul sucker, we're yeah, looking at it right now. I, it, oh, oh, the video just stopped. <laughs> the you. problem is, like for me, a lot of these things, uh, they'll say they're not. <laughs> no, I love it. this. No, oh, yeah, it's this thing. It's awesome. It's sucking the soul right That's out of the baby. Crazy. <laughs> um, you can't. It, here's my issue with a lot of these things, is that you can't display them outside. They'll say. Oh, oh. Uh, indoor, indoor, outdoor. Yes, They're, I know. They are not meant for outdoors, a lot of them. And a right. lot of times I purchase them knowing that I would just use it, for. I would just light it as opposed to let it do what it's going to do. Right, because
6: you can't put it on your porch or anything like that? When well,
3: they, no, they say a protected porch, what they mean is a closed-in porch. right? Steve,
2: that's why I have an enormous five-foot Grim Reaper <laughs> that now lives in my house because they can't put it outside during Halloween. So there's
3: another place, and it's right out of Jersey. It's called Horror Dome. Horror Dome. And they actually make... Mm-hmm. stuff for, like, uh, Bates Motel and all that, all those kind of things that are meant to go outside. Well, see, now you decorate for weeks. I go nuts.
0: I, I, when we set stuff out, it's just for Halloween Yeah, night. yeah. So I could set something like that up Absolutely. outside if the weather's good just right. for that particular night. Right. You would, You
3: would have to have, if it got wet,
6: yeah, that's it. The
0: weather permitting, yeah. you know, right. obviously.
6: Kath, I have a Grim Reaper as well, uh, and it's about five foot, and we keep it up through Christmas because it goes. It turns in from Halloween to the Ghost of Christmas Future, <laughs> and and so that's, works. How, we get, that's right. how we get away with multitasks yeah. yeah. Steve, I keep seeing this mask on Instagram, and I keep forgetting to check the skull on... mask. This... yes,
3: it's awesome. Yes,
6: I've already okay. ordered it. You did? Yeah, I, I ordered know. a similar one through <laughs> Amazon well, where you right. wear
3: it, and it looks it looks like a skull, like a
6: skull. pretty cool. Yeah, the mouth moves when you move it, and everything. You, well, know, you have to get, like, a uh, the black uh, mask to put underneath well, of it. Last year, I got
3: one of those silicone, those, I mean, the you, I, you saw the yes. picture, right? Yeah. It is a second skin. It is a demon, like it is a vampire from Bram Stoker's, uh, you know, Dracula. Right. It, I mean, it immediately attaches around your eyes, your mouth, the whole thing. But it, last year, Halloween was kind of a letdown. Yeah. I didn't get to wear it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, man. But you got this year to look forward to. Yeah, but to. this year goes right up against the uh, camp, camp Out for, out for Hunger. Hunger. That's right. It's going to be the day after Halloween. You can still do it, though. Should I wear it at the Camp Out yes. for Hunger? Yes, good. I'll do on. one whole show as a demon. All right, I, I only
0: have time for one more thing that I noticed this morning. Never heard of this before, uh, and it leads to, we'll, we'll, we'll plug the charity event tonight, Steve, but an elite squadron of 300 specially trained dogs from the Italian School of Water Rescue draw dogs is now patrolling beaches in Italy as lifeguards. That is so they awesome. train these dogs to be lifeguards. Right. Uh the 300 David Hasselhound SICs yes. units yes. made up of uh, one dog and one trainer are watching over about 30 of the country's busiest beaches.
6: It's Baywatch but it's spelled B E Y. Right, yes. Get it? A hounds, dog? Hound's Bay, yeah. Oh, Hound's Bay. Hound's Bay.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't Bay at the moon. Baying of the hounds. Oh, yeah, yeah. I
6: gotcha. All right.
0: Uh, thanks to their willingness to... <laughs> Casey was, yeah. Yeah. He was... He was moving his hands like, go past this part. Go, you, you just go Wait, right in. No, 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 no.
3: Please. No, no just, don't, don't even bring it up. Uh, thanks Thank to you. their
0: willingness to perform strength and fearless exploits, including leaping from helicopters into water below... SICS estimates that dogs are saving an average of 20 to 30 lives annually. That's awesome. And the number continues to climb each year. I didn't know that they trained dogs <clears throat> to be lifeguards, which is pretty damn awesome. So uh, if you're in Italy, you might get saved by a dog. Yes. Uh,
3: they bark with an Italian accent, right?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> They'll be easy to spot.
3: A wolf, A wolf. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, and by the way, tonight, the Alpha Bravo canine. Alpha Bravo Canon, thank you, Preston, at the three white dog cafes in Havertown in Wayne and Glen Mills. I'm going to be at Glen Mills. Nick, you're going to try to get to Wayne, uh, depending on your massive uh, uh, head of trauma. Uh, but uh, Kristen Herman from our sister station, Ben, will be at at, um, at uh, that location. Uh, John DeBella is going to be at Havertown. Casey, you're going to be there as well. Yeah, I'll be in Havertown uh, first. People be spread out at all of the different locations. If you go down and eat between 5 and around nine thirty, ten o'clock when the restaurant starts to wrap up uh, portions of your meal, the donations will be made to Alpha Bravo Canine. And as you say, Preston, now with the Veterans the average are seeing is about 22 veterans a day commit suicide from post-traumatic stress syndrome. These dogs are service dogs that can alleviate that and help turn um, a, a veteran's life around and give them a shot and a chance at resetting their lives. So if you come down, and there's going to be things like uh, raffles and stuff that you can Yeah, they always have in. cool
0: stuff that you can uh, bid on.
3: Ice cream for dogs specifically that's safe. And also uh, the a flight of gourmet hot dogs, which are unbelievable. All the money from that goes to the uh, Alpha Bravo Canine. They got, of course, hammered last year because all the charities had to suspend their efforts. So come on down. We're going to be there starting at 5.00. Different restaurants come and see us. Have a meal. You're going to eat anyway and help out the veterans.
0: Excellent. All right, that's all I have time to notice because we've got some guests uh, coming up next. So we'll do it again some other time, I guarantee. Uh, We'll take a break and come back in a second. Victor Fiorello from uh, Philly Mag and the Best Of is out. And uh, actress Maggie Q (laughs) on the program, too. We'll be back in a moment.
10: The Hella Mega Tour hits town on Friday. Keep it on MMR for your last chance to win tickets to see Green Day, Weezer, and Fall Out Boy rock the ballpark. And for all your pre-show, pre-gaming activities, we've got you covered with special workforce blocks and an afternoon Hella Mega 12-pack, Friday at 4.30. Plus, we'll do an extended block again to kick off You Call It Friday night, starting at 7.00. It's a hella mega week on 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
0: Be appropriate for our next guest because it is the best of edition. Best of Philly and Philly Mag. Please welcome our good friend, editor, and man about town as well. like he yes, is. Victor Fiorello is on the show this Victor, good, good day. Good morning. Sir. You guys rock. Ah, thank you. Thank you my man. How you doing, bud?
12: I'm doing just fine sitting here in my uh, pineapple swim trunks, you know the <laughs> benefits of
3: working from home. And That's your right. whale shirt, which has I believe appears to be humpback
6: whales.
12: Well, Casey says blue whales. I said the whales are blue, but that doesn't mean they're blue
6: whales. Yes. I can't really tell because the heads are like kind of chopped off everywhere. So uh, blue whales are, are more are lengthier. Yeah. And these are more of that rounded
3: belly with these striations that would be common to a humback. Listen, we could go on and on about whales all morning long.
7: But let's not.
3: <laughs> but, we <have> a,
0: <laughs> but we have a best of edition. Uh, to talk about Victor this is the one that uh, that everybody needs to get each year because it's such a great um, uh it's such a great source for things you're looking to do places you want to go check out and all that stuff and you guys spend a good portion of the year i would imagine going through putting this list together
12: yeah I mean best of philly comes out every august as it has since uh, 1974 if you can believe that um, and we really spend the whole year doing it you know because All of us are out and about, you know, going to restaurants, checking things out with the kids. And so we have a great experience. We kind of make a note. And then around May of each year, we sort of come together and, uh, you know, compare notes and see what we think uh, is worthy of the honor.
3: I think the context that you always have to remind people of is that this is very much a um, subjective thing. Mm -hmm. This isn't. This isn't, you know, the, the Council of Twelve has decreed, and it, there's no way you can argue that these are not the best. It is a great guide, as Preston said, to check out things you might not have checked out in the past. Now, I have to right off the bat say best food truck algorithm is a home run because it just became familiar with that truck because of Marissa and uh, Matthew and and the people behind the algorithm food truck. Phenomenal vegan vegetarian food. Unbelievable stuff. So um, I can say right now with that one item, this list, everything you find is completely accurate. So,
12: (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, the one thing to keep in mind here is it's not just us at Philly Mag who are sort of, you know, giving input to this. We go around to our friends. Like I have certain friends who I know eat out like literally three times a week (laughs) and check out all the new restaurants. So absolutely, do I tap into them throughout the year and say, hey, have you had any great experiences lately? Now, of course, we then fan out and sort of check out things we haven't been to yet. Uh, But we definitely rely on the input of others uh, to sort of help guide us.
3: Now, Victor, it's funny because occasionally I'll go into a place and there'll be its best of Philly plaque will be up in the window from like 1983. Mm -hmm. You know, and you're like, but you do have, uh, you do say like, for example, best restaurant comeback. Because a lot of times restaurants are, are not getting the awards, but come back and you have Irwin's as the taker of that award this year. Now, now, do you do you all have to vet these or is it at a certain point one person's opinion is enough to get it on the list?
12: Well, so I contribute to the food section. I edit the fun and game section. All so right. The fun and game section is sort of my baby. And, you know, I sort of filter out things and. Uh, you know, tap into other people's opinions to sort of see what I want of it. Um Now, the food section is edited by somebody else. All I right. contribute to that. But, you know, I can't just decide, well, I think this food truck should win <laughs> Best of Philly. That's sort of up to the food editor. All right. Uh, so we, we all kind of have our roles. and uh, But I did have a lot of fun doing the food section this year, for sure. Well, Especially- all right. So
6: I'm going to ask you about uh, something I saw that kind of I, it, it, um, I was surprised. The best cheesesteak went to uh, delco steaks and right. and the um, I, I know personally I've because I've, I've eaten them they're they're definitely turning a lot of heads and, and making a lot of headway but uh, you know how how did that one come about
12: well we love Delco steaks and also love their story that they uh, opened three days before the shutdown in March of 2020 <laughs> um, and a lot of restaurants in that position you know, Uh, might have gone out of business very quickly. Instead, here we are a year and a half later, and Delco states, you know, they can't... They can't answer the phones quickly enough. Their phones are always jammed. And not only that, they're opening two more Delco steaks. And I think they're opening a Delco steaks uh, at the Wells Fargo Center. So I think that, you know, I could explain to you. uh, So so Delco steaks was actually one in the food section that I felt pretty strongly about. I live uh, like you, Casey. I live out that way. Um, so, you know, I'm a customer and really feel like they're doing beautiful things uh, with cheesesteaks there. I think the sandwiches are, you know, made with uh, super high quality ingredients. You can tell that going in there. Um, and, you know, every time I get a sandwich, uh, it looks to me like they're made with love. Um, and, you know, be- beyond that, they're just a great success story.
0: On a on a food uh, uh, topic here that we're having, uh, but under the worst of Philly category, which I found so much fun. Uh, Victor, I'm so glad you guys put in that flower show, Grilled Veggie Hoagie, because it's it's hilarious. For those who don't know, you know, the the flower show was held outdoors this year. They had to make some, uh, they they had to cut some quarters and so on. And apparently somebody posted a picture on a hoagie roll. Just essentially the mixed vegetables that you would get in the frozen food section (laughs) at the grocery store just poured into the bun. It looked ridiculous. So I love seeing that on there. The Worst of it has got to be kind of fun to go through.
12: Yeah, and for people who want to find Best of Philly or Worst of Philly, they can just Google Best of Philly, Worst of Philly. They pop right up. But the um, the hoagie, keep in mind the grilled veggie hoagie, so-called, uh, <laughs> they got $15 for that.
3: Yes. Uh, oh, my God.
12: 15 bucks. You know, bucks? They were like a $5, $8 thing, you could kind of be like, well, it's fair food, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but to charge $15 for that and the flower show this year was just a real mess, uh, you know, in general. They did had to do the show outside, and um, they really weren't ready for it. The lines were severe. The, you know, they can't control the weather. But, you know, now you have uh, thousands of people outside with the blazing hot sun, the high humidity, and you're trying to serve them $15 fake world <laughs> video.
3: So there was a confluence of, of bad elements. But I do know a number of people who went and said that there was certainly – possibilities to doing it outside that maybe they just need to shore up the um the issues you're mentioning.
12: Yeah, I mean I, I this was obviously the first year they've ever done it outside. Um, it didn't work out so well uh, from my perspective um, and from many others that I talked to. But uh, it, when I heard they were doing it outside, I thought, what a cool idea. It's a flower show. Why not do it outside? Yeah. So I'm hoping they you know, can get it right in future years. But maybe don't hire the uh, grilled veggie <laughs> hoagie guy.
3: <laughs> the grilled veggie guy.
0: By the way, I made the, the worst uh, list. This year, you did. Yeah, it says worst person at the Jersey Shore, the flag people. <laughs> I'm one of those people. Mm-hmm. However, I, I I put up fun stuff. I put up like the Beatles or a smiley face or a fish or something like that, and uh, not I don't dangle my politics, which is kind of what you see a lot of down there. You
12: can try to justify it any way you want. <laughs>
7: <friends. Yeah>. uh, <laughs> I don't
12: know. I, you know, it's just like once one goes up, then somebody flies another. I totally get. The um, the idea, you know, one parent said to me, well, you know, how do you our kids might get lost? And okay, like that's an exception. You know, if you're having a family reunion and want to fly a flag, you know, I get that that can uh, have certain safety implications. Uh But when you see the guy advertising his local business or, yeah, the politics stuff, whichever side you're on, I don't know. When I go to the shore, I just want to sit there and enjoy myself. I don't want to think about politics. Right. Uh, I don't want to be advertised too constantly, even though I am with those stupid planes that fly by with the
7: 99
12: cents tonight. Let me Uh, ask
3: you, uh, Victor. So, so, and I'm unfamiliar. Are they so prominent that they begin to like block out line of sight? I mean, uh, the flags? Yeah.
2: No, I mean, it's so big out there. They're just a little.
3: Uh, They're just an annoyance. But it's
12: visual. It's just visual pollution pollution when you're at a place that you know, uh, is all about peace and should be serene. That's right. just my opinion.
0: Right. Well, listen, whatever it is you're looking for, whether it be uh, entertainment or, or food or places to hang out or new things to see or great views, all that stuff, uh, you will absolutely find it in the best of Philly 2021. And, oh, also real quick, because we have another guest we have to go to, Victor. Uh, but I think there's uh, you guys released an article uh, that uh, that we're involved in. I We did.
12: Uh, it uh, hit... At 8 a.m. this morning, if you go to phillymag.com, you can see it. We've been asking all of our friends what got them through the last year, sort of their uh, personal best of Philly lists. And we were lo- we love that you guys were willing to contribute some uh, really great ones. And uh, it was really nice to see you all give shout-outs to your uh, listeners and fans, too.
0: Wow, that's nice. cool. Well, that's awesome. there if yeah. you want to check out uh, phillymag.com. It's all there. Uh, Victor, always great to talk to you, my friend. Thanks for coming on this morning.
12: Thanks. Have a good one, and leave your flag at home next time. (laughs) Leave that flag at home.
6: Philadelphia
0: Magazine editor. All right, our next guest. We got to segue right to. We only have
6: a few minutes of what? Well, no, 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 no. It's going to take me a second to get her on the. uh... Oh, okay. All right.
0: So we're we're doing some Zoom interviews, and we have to um, make sure we get signed in to the. uh, to the chat room. Part or of the deal. You're used to it by Did now. Did I just say chat room? <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, Preston's on his Commodore 64. <laughs> wow. Chat room. You have your AOL account. Do you need the password? Well, right now I'm on a bulletin board checking things out <laughs> trying to figure out how to do that. All right, is she ready to
6: go? Uh, they are going to let us in very, very soon. I, I just spoke with her um, while you guys were chatting with, with uh, Victor. All right. Oh my gosh, she looks amazing. And she is amazing. Yep. I believe she spent a little bit of time with Marissa last night. Yeah, yeah, oh, so,
3: yeah I saw. Yeah, I yeah, saw pictures of them together. And I've always wanted to meet her in person, but we couldn't do it this time because right. of. Some restrictions.
0: Yep. Another time we'll have to do that. And but actually we're gonna do some uh, passes to give away for this what what are we doing?
6: No, she's she's ready, she's to, ready go. to go. I, I think she might be on uh, Tinder right now. She's swiping left, <laughs> swiping right, and we're uh, no, and we're we're good to go, yeah. Uh
0: the protege is in theaters on Friday. It stars uh Michael Keaton, Samuel L. Jackson, yes, and Maggie Q, who was on with us this morning. Yay! Hey Maggie, how you yeah. doing?
13: Hi everyone. How are you? Good morning.
0: We're doing great. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. And you're uh you're in the area or you were last night or still in Philly? No, I,
13: I actually still am. I don't make my escape from Philly till this evening.
3: Oh <laughs> well we, it's uh, listen, you're you're somebody I always wanted to meet. I've I loved you. Oh, she can't hear us. Oh, you can't hear us? All okay. All right. She has an assistant. There's a uh
0: redheaded assistant who's coming into the view right now, and she's trying to Fix this, and I, we'll see. I did
13: hear a little, and now I hear nothing.
0: <laughs> she oh hears no. nothing. She's <laughs> awesome. Oh, Maggie, you can't hear us at all. Did I? Who's your favorite <laughs> member of the <laughs> President Steve Show?
7: Steve, really? Kathy?
13: See, I heard
0: her. She, yes, she
6: <laughs> We were all going to say our own names. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: knew time was of the essence, so I jumped in as quickly as I could. Uh, yeah.
0: All right. Well, we're looking at video of her, and she looks lovely, and uh, now she's smiling and looks confused. <laughs>
13: oh, look! 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 You're coming back. Okay. Yay! Can you hear us? Yay! Oh, I can hear you. All right, no, thank goodness. Full. We were
3: saying nothing okay. but wonderful things because we are big fans. So, <laughs> uh, but, Thanks, guys. well, the, and this this movie, The Protege. You are no um, uh, neophyte when it comes to uh, action and 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 films of this nature, and you've done all sorts of things. But I was reading an interview with you where you said the Protege is kind of um, everything you've done. In hyper level, like all, all the things right. that you've done in different movies you've been called upon to do at an accelerated heightened level for the protege. Explain exactly. what you meant
13: Well, I mean I sort of you know you you have this um, this wonderful script. Richard Wank wrote. You don't often get, you know, a, a meaty, wonderful script in a genre like this. You know, normally the characters aren't fully fleshed out. You don't know, right. get the arcs that you want. I mean, it's really not a genre where they like dig in story-wise, right? Um, and then you have Martin Campbell, who's uh, a legend in the in the industry, a director at that level. And then you have Michael and Sam, and then you have this, and then all of a sudden you have this combination of. Of the action genre, where you're you're mixing it with a, you know a level of talent that is not normally seen in this arena, and so that's kind of what I meant about like this culmination of like everything I've learned, all my skill sets, um, nicely dovetailing into this into this incredible team that you know at a level that I, I haven't worked at in this genre.
3: Well, the, the funny thing is that there have been a number of movies that are similar with the badass female, but it's like mm, like right. you've been saying. Yeah, Maggie Q needs her own movie because that's what you do. This is what you've been been known for. You trained years ago, correct me if I'm wrong, with Jackie Chan. You were sort of a Jackie Chan protege.
13: Uh, Yes. I mean, he actually, his company managed me. And at the time, you know, he was, um, you know, not not a lot of people know this about him, but he's he's a producer and also a director. He's directed over 60, 70 films in Asia. So he... You know, he, he does a lot. And so he was sort of starting to produce um, action movies sort of for the younger generation and looking for, like, the new breed of action stars that were coming in sort of after him. And he had picked a bunch of guys that he was going to put in that position, and I was sort of the girl. And um, so I did movies with his team. He's got a, an action team that follows him all around the world, about twelve anywhere from 12 to 15 guys right. who his movies with him. And so those are the guys who really, like, trained me in film, like how to fight and really, like, you know, I I owe a lot too. Well,
3: I mean, and you you play on screen. You when you come on, you 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 can do the badass thing really well. And uh, but you you've got a, a range which is really cool. And in, in the Protege, you play Anna, who was uh, had a, a trauma as as a, as a young girl. You lost your parents, mm-hmm. and then you end up being a trained assassin. Correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A- correct. And with is uh, uh, is it um, uh, Samuel L. Jackson is sort of your. Your adoptive father, I guess.
13: Yes, exactly. And yeah, he's her adopted father slash mentor.
3: And it becomes sort of a a, a revenge because he is he's. I mean, I, it's it's in the the the, uh, the information for it, but I assume he gets taken out, correct, by the evil Michael Keaton. <laughs>
13: Something connected to Michael Keaton. Yes. Okay, all
3: right. Uh, and the thing is, is that it, it's it's funny because this is a scenario that plays out many times in movies. But I happen to love it because I think you can combine action with emotion and range and things. Because 100%. when you and you have to, there are times in your life where you have to make a decision on something that could be very profound. Absolutely. So is that what draws 100%. you to this kind? I mean,
13: yes, and and I think that was Martin Campbell's really. That was his mo. You know, when when. When I got the script, I read it. It was it was a great script. I, I got on the phone with Martin. and We really, sort of two things that happened, right? We talked about what we wanted to do for the film, which we were agreed on. But more importantly, we talked about what we didn't want to do in this film that we've seen a million times in the action genre. These sort of one-note characters that across the board. Like, if there's vengeance, it's only vengeance and only anger. And
7: only-. <laughs> right, and right. It's, just,
13: it's not... It's just not real. That, that's, not, that's not human, right? Every human, regardless of what your background is or, or what you do for a living, has a range of emotions. You know, there's vulnerability. There's, you know, there's moments you're tough. There's moments you, you have nothing, you know. So if we couldn't make her a fully realized human, we didn't feel like there was a, a point to, to making this at all because you, you really did have to care about her and these relationships in the film otherwise, you know. It doesn't right. matter how big the action is. It's empty,
3: well, Martin Campbell did Casino Royale, which was a – re, yeah. the re- got, and he also did GoldenEye. So here's a guy. He what, he, what he brought to Casino Royale was, uh, again, uh, uh, you talk about action, but grounding it in something. Yeah. If it's just – if you're, it's a basically if it's just a fireworks display, it means nothing. There's got to be emotional import. I love and, and that. I and, love that. Right? And, so, yeah. and that's what he does really right. well. I'm very excited to mm-hmm. see the movie.
0: Oh, I'm excited for you to see it, too. (laughs) Hey, Maggie, did you had a relationship with Sam Jackson at all before this? Had you guys worked or or met each other before him?
13: You know, funnily enough, Sam was the last person cast in this movie, and Michael was attached first and then myself. So Michael and I had a, a time to do a bunch of work on these characters and their relationship, and then Sam came on last, and when he did, it was very, I knew that the movie was complete once he came on. Like, I knew that it just, it made sense. And then so we sort of like had to get to know each other in Romania sort of on the day when he got there uh, in Europe. Um, But I just had an instinct that because it was Sam and we had a bunch of big names lined up. We were checking their schedules and it was always going to be someone significant in that role. But I had a very strong instinct that because it was Sam somehow we were going to get along in a way that was very organic, and, and, and we did.
0: Excellent. I'm curious about the way it is uh, for actors because we as, as you know, uh, the, the audience uh, who, who fall in love with the characters that, uh, that you all portray, um, if it can be that way for an actor, even though it's your business, you're going to meet Sam Jackson, you're going to work with him, But are you thinking of maybe a character that he played beforehand? Because I would be—if I was going to meet Sam Jackson, (laughs) I'd be thinking Jules from uh, from Pulp Fiction. Fiction, You know what I mean?
13: Oh, I know. I know. How can you not think about that? You know, it's it's, it's, uh, just—it's—it's—he's so iconic. You know, and so it's hard for those things not to play through. And funnily enough, even with Michael, like when I was done, it wasn't until I was promoting where people were like, "You know that you." Fought Batman. <laughs> 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 I
7: completely forgot uh,
13: about uh. it. I mean, I didn't forget. I mean, I obviously knew that he was Batman, but just, you know, it was really funny that, you know, that was, that was people's take on it. Um, because I kind of have to just centrally focus on what's in front of me
7: yeah.
13: um, to get the job done. So I try to like compartmentalize my emotions about their, their, um, they're careers that I admire.
3: <laughs> oh, of course. And, and he's actually playing Batman again in the new Flash movie, which is pretty wild.
13: Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, he actually, yeah, I just saw him the other day. He was telling me about it. It was uh,
0: cool. That is cool. You have What did a- he say? I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh, no. no yeah, did you he say anything? anything?
13: <laughs> no, he was just like, hey, Meg, I just got back from, you know, whatever, like they're in London or something. Yeah. Uh, on the Flash, I was like...
7: Like Batman.
13: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm emotional, I'm emotional no, he's, he's such a great actor That he was such a good
3: Batman Oh he was great yeah. I wanted to ask you Because so you have a, a little girl Who plays younger you in the movie Right yes. And so do yes. do you um, do, do they have you like hang with her You know because I know When Forrest Gump had the younger Forrest Gump You know the, in the mm-hmm. Tom Hanks The younger actor yes. playing him they 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 talked a lot to sort of Pick up some of the traits Did you do that with this young actress?
13: I know, I wish. Can you believe I never met her?
3: Really? Wow.
13: Yeah, I didn't. And I wanted to. And we were never in the same place at the same time. And she's so wonderful in the movie. I really think this girl has a career coming up. And it, funnily enough, like, you cast a bad kid. Oh, your movie's. Oh, yeah. Forget it. Oh, yeah. He ruins the movie. And this kid, you know, we we cast all these kids, and they came in to read, and you know, kids are cute and they're loving, lovable, and all that. And we didn't want that at all. <laughs> we wanted like a kid who was stone cold, right? And it was really hard to find. And then we we found this girl who just like was literally like this unblinking thing, and like she was so genius that Martin and I got so excited because we were like this this kid is so believable that she has no emotion and 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 that's really hard cuz kids are just so full of emotion they mm-hmm. run the gamut of emotions and this kid like somehow was able like shut off being a kid and focus on this and the themes in the movie are so they're so adult and they're so so we had to keep checking in with their parents like are you sure you're okay that she's in this
3: movie and they're
13: like oh. <laughs> sure why not um
3: with with this and you can you you have played you're in one of my favorite comedy movies it's it's a junk food movie Which one? Balls of Fury
13: Oh Balls of Fury Yeah the oh, ping pong so movie fun. Yes
3: with Christopher Walken I have to ask you because we've heard yes. countless stories of working with Christopher Walken yes. and his his practical yes. jokes and things like that did you experience yeah. that
13: yeah, Chris Walken is a uh, strange, strange guy, um, and very funny, and but very particular. And I think because he's so iconic, this is my take on it. Yeah, I think that he's bored with people. Oh, it is he? People, there's so much hero worship that goes on that he has to do practical, <laughs> practical jokes and mess with people because right. I think that he would just be so bored in life. So, at, when we started the film, Dan Fogler was like, "Listen, I heard this thing about Chris that you know he lies about his birthday. Yes, <laughs> all the time, right?" And we were like, oh, okay. But we had gone through, you know, we month of shooting. No sign that Chris is going to love out his birthday. So one day I get to work a little later at like noon. And they had started earlier. And I come in the hair and makeup trailer. And there's this huge like half-eaten cake. And I said, oh, cool, cake. You know, so I started eating cake. I said, whose birthday is it? They're like, oh, it's Chris's birthday. <laughs> and I like spit cake across the room. I get to set. And I said, oh. So I, w- I walked up to him and I said, Chris, happy birthday. And he goes, Thank you. And I said, um, nobody knew it was your birthday. It was such a surprise, you know? He goes, I know. I, uh, I was feeling really sad. I had to go call my mother because no one remembered. <laughs> and I was like, that must have been really hard. He goes, it was really hard, you know, going on the trailer. And, uh, and he looked at me, and I said, it's not your birthday. <laughs> and he just... <laughs> looked at the ground and looked back up at me and smiled like a five-year-old.
7: Oh, that's, like so a that's hilarious. He's so
13: funny, and we everybody went over the top. They bought all these balloons, and it was this whole thing. And I think he just sits back and goes, people do whatever I want.
3: <laughs> I think your assessment is right. I think that's right. He's just so he has all these people this this he idol to, worship I think he's bored. Yeah. yeah yeah that's a good observation
0: uh maggie i really enjoyed uh, my wife and i uh, stumbled into uh designated survivor after it had come oh, and gone great. and i think during we i think it was during pandemic and we just we tore right through that so we really we really oh, got some awesome. entertainment out of that is um uh great. television series is that a um uh, I mean, do you do you like to go if you have the the luxury of you know I'll, I'll do a TV series for a few years, I'll do a movie so, for here so. and there. Is that uh, is that kind of the way it works, or you you take what what comes yeah. in and looks good?
13: Well, I'll tell you what, like what you said is true. The word luxury. I mean, it really is a luxury whether you're working and yeah. you're sort of move between these worlds because, you know, it doesn't always happen. Not everybody's working all the time. It's such a tough industry. So if you have the ability to do that, it's it's sort of huge. TV is such a, it's such a massive commitment. I mean, especially with uh, designated survivor, because it was um, a network show. So you're working like nine, ten months out of the year. So it's a huge commitment. Um, but uh, and then if you know, uh, moving seamlessly through the two is just like it is such a, an enormous blessing. So you know, I've got this coming out, and then in a couple of weeks, I start um, another show for Fox. It's actually a comedy. I'm doing a comedy next um, that's going to premiere in January about sort of women in their 40s, and I, and I'm so excited for it because it sort of feels like. Almost like I'm not working. I mean, we're oh, on the pilot already, right. and I, I go home, and I'm not, like, physically exhausted and bruised and taxed, so I, feel yeah. like I didn't do anything.
0: Uh, you had mentioned that it was a network show. It's funny. Like I said, we binged it afterwards, and we didn't realize the third season had jumped from the network to where um, yes. did he just say, did he just <laughs> drop the S bomb yeah, in there? Yeah. We were like,
13: No, I know, I know it was it weird ABC to Netflix. Yeah, yeah. You no, know, it was weird. It, ABC had to, was getting rid of the show after the second season because, um. It's a, it was a really expensive show to make. Mm. and um, I, Kiefer and I both you know we said we' like we shot in Canada. we were like, listen, Canada's fine, but we're not we don't want to live in Canada. <laughs> so I mean for me I was like if we don't move the show back to the states, I'm, I'm no longer gonna be on the show. Mm. And so they had to move it back to LA and it, it was so expensive to do that. We had massive like White House sets and all this sort of stuff that they wanted to ship across. The country, and then it got really expensive. And Netflix was like, oh, "We'll pick it up. We've got a ton of money," which is the understatement of the century. So <laughs> they did, and um, and we ended up uh, uh, continuing to make the show for another year. But yeah, it got really. Um, a lot of things got really kind of r Yeah, so got, yeah, I love money. that.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's really cool. No. Well, let me ask you. I, I I have not seen the movie, and and if this is a giveaway, I, I you don't have to betray it. But could the protege okay. be the beginning of a? of a franchise
13: when you see it and you see the ending you're yes you're going to think that but i guess it's all up to audiences right if we get butts in seats that there's always that possibility well it is certainly i feel set up for that
3: you 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 definitely this is this is your deal. This is, you excel at this stuff. You are great at this stuff. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and I I think it's going to be a big hit. Yep, and it opens up I've... on uh,
0: on Friday. We're we're gonna have a screening tomorrow night. So I'll do some uh, giveaways in just a little cool. bit here. So that we're okay, gonna okay. Your
13: lips for... to God's ears. Yes.
0: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, thank you, uh, Maggie. It's great to have you on this morning, and thank you guys. Uh, we wish you tremendous success in everything else you really get into. And hopefully, it. we'll
13: meet you in love person one day. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank oh, you. that would be nice, actually. Yes. I-, I would love that. Well, let's come back and do it in person.
0: Done All deal. right. All right, Maggie Q. Thank Yay! you so much. Take care. And by the way, yeah. So we have this screening tomorrow night, seven o'clock. Uh, King of Prussia, Regal Stadium Seventeen. And if you would like to go, I'm going to give away three passes right now. We'll hang on to a couple more for later on. 215-263-WMMR. First three callers now will get those tickets. So give us a call, and we can set you up with that. And then there was a – we already did a, a, another pre-screening. Like, Marissa hosted that, right? She hosted it last night at the AMC so, Fashion District. It was last night. And uh, and then Casey hosted a screening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last week. At the same exact place. Uh, for the movie Free Guy. Yeah. So, And while we were on vacation, we got a text from Casey out of nowhere <laughs> yeah, explaining I... that things didn't go quite the way he wanted them so to
3: So if it's possible to suffer a concussion without actually hitting your head, <laughs> that's what I think you experienced,
6: Casey. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so, I listen, I don't want to... I, I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping I'll find the text. OK, and I'll read it. I'm hoping that I didn't lead you guys down uh, in, in the wrong direction of where you think this this story is going to go.
3: No, oh, we okay. don't know anything. We've, uh,
6: we, we, we know that. But I, I the, you, it was so
3: heartfelt, the text you sent out, that we knew it had to because there have been si- similar situations in, in all our lives. But this one seemed like wow. This really had to be a little bit more.
6: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I have the text here. Okay. Uh, it go says, ahead. oh my god, uh, I'm at the screening for Free Guy. And by the way, I sent you this text. I'm still there. I have not hosted the screening yet. Okay. I I'm still there. I have already embarrassed myself, and I needed to like go somewhere and be by myself, decompress for a second, and then I had to admit to somebody what an ass I am, okay? And just to sort of make myself feel a little bit better. And guess what? It didn't help. Um, I still felt terrible. Uh, And I said, so they asked me to hype up the crowd and then introduce one of the stars of the movie. So this guy named Joe Keery, who plays Steve from Stranger Things, is in the movie Free Guy. Yeah. He was there to introduce the film, and I was there essentially to introduce him. Right. So I had come back from, I was on vacation In Wildwood, I had come back just to do this. I thought it was a really cool experience. Uh,
5: Real quick, had you met him like at at this point, or
6: is he still? Yeah.
0: Okay. (laughs) By the way, he seems like he's awesome. I, I love that character, Steve, from Stranger Things. He seems
6: like I've seen him interviewed before. He seems like a cool guy. He was a great guy. Okay. And I will say that, like, categorically, he was a great guy. And the movie is hilarious. It's a great movie. Okay. And the movie had been on the shelf for a year. Yes. They wanted a theatrical release. And so they were like, and we're just going to wait. Only theater. And only yeah. theater. So, and then I wrote, I just had a classic embarrassing moment. Like, it, it's a classic shut the F up, Casey, and walk away kind of a moment. I'm pretty embarrassed. <laughs> But it's also a really funny story. So, um. And you said you weren't sure if it was going to translate on the air. I'm not not. sure if it's going to translate on air. So, well, let's hear it. Well, deliberate in the original Farsi. (laughs) All right. Uh, All right. So, here's the deal. Uh, this, uh, movie was at the Fashion District, the old Galleria, the AMC there. I had never been there. By the way, what they've done to the place, the whole Galleria, the Fashion District, is awesome. Okay. It's really, really nice. So, I get there. Um, uh, Joe had gotten there earlier than, than, uh, planned from the movie company, from the movie company. Um, but I had also gotten there an hour early, so I decided to walk around a little bit. Right. Um, side story, but it also, uh, is part of the story. Uh, I went to a place called Wetzel's pretzels. Have you guys ever heard of yes. Wetzel's pretzels? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. listen. I love Philadelphia Pretzel Factory and I love Annie Ann's. Yeah. Wetzel's Pretzels is like the best pretzel I have ever had in my entire life. I couldn't, and I was so happy with myself for going, you know what? I've never had a Wetzel's Pretzel. Let me stop by and try one, right? Hey, me. Hey, me. And this thing was amazing. (laughs) And you
0: were really proud of yourself. And I was really proud of my... And I
6: couldn't believe how it was big.
0: Oh, is this
3: hand shocked?
6: (laughs) Yes. It was amazing. And I'm sitting there. I'm eating this thing, and I'm going... I think I need to open my franchise. I'm yeah, like this yeah. is like uh, like I have just discovered gold for the for the oh, yeah. first time. That was like amazing. So, <laughs> I get done eating the pretzel, and Hannah from uh, Allied Advertising is uh, she's my handler, and she right. says, "Hey, Joe's here. I can bring you back to meet him." I'm like, "Okay." I decide to use Wetzel's Pretzels as a uh, as an icebreaker. Okay. Okay. Well, All you right.
3: were just you were completely enamored of Wetzel's Pretzels. It would be ridiculous not to. Okay. I'm
6: silver almost 10 years. Yeah, okay. okay. I go into this place like I had just done 7 rails of coke. Okay? Uh you're hyped up. I'm hyped up. Oh okay? God. And uh <laughs> let me also preface this by saying I I'm I'm fairly aware of who I am as a person and what I am as a person. And sometimes I have um how do you say? no chill. You hey, have moments. You have- no I have and, and I had these moments. <clears throat> <throat> <clears throat> <throat> but listen. That's a valid
3: that's a valid Criticism right. of yourself, right? Mm-hmm. But as we've told you throughout the years, uh, to put a tap on that would be throwing out the baby with the bathwater because that right. same energy delivers so much greatness to the to what we do on the radio, on the radio, okay. in person. Uh, sometimes with you have a stranger, to know. Yeah. yes,
6: might be different.
3: So, yes, right. okay. I, um, like someone who's never met you, right? Who's right. so in a new town <laughs> promoting a movie.
6: There are three people in this room that have never met me, <laughs> and uh, so <laughs> as the as the great. Ted Lasso once said, uh, "Know thyself, rest in peace, Socrates." Uh, I did not realize, uh, as I was going off the rails, what was going on here. So I'm brought into this room. I go off on Wetzel's pretzels. As it turns out, all three people in the room have heard of Wetzel's pretzels before. Oh, good. And uh, yes. yes, so it, it was <laughs> relatable. It was relatable, and we had this in common. You picked the perfect icebreaker. All right, So I meet, I meet Joe. Joe's a great guy. Yeah. And then I meet two of his handlers. Uh, one of them, the the female, was from Disney, right? Yeah. So uh, she was his handler from the, the movie company. <laughs> Hannah, who had brought me in and introduced me, has now left this room. We're in, like, this office. And yeah. I just go off the rails. That's all. Like, I was <laughs> just being nice. I was being a nice guy. And I just didn't shut up for, like, five minutes straight. And, uh...
2: That's, but that's sometimes your caseyism. Like you don't know when to to end it. Yeah. Is that what it was?
6: Well, so I had uh, I had uh, two or three different times <laughs> talked myself into a corner. Well, let me let me jump in here yeah. also. <laughs>
3: Throughout the years, and it used to be the thing where, where I had asked if you realized it, this story was not going anywhere, and then an asteroid <laughs> hit the earth. <laughs> yes, I asked you to say, and then an asteroid hit the earth, and we all died.
6: Right. So, uh, yeah. There were a couple of and listen, this is Steve from Stranger Things, yes. and I, you know and and. Prior to this, I thought maybe I was going to have to do a Q&A with him. So I right. did a little bit of research about him. And, right. you know, so I knew a little bit more uh, about this gentleman. And as it turns out, I wasn't doing a Q&A. I was just introducing him, and that's fine. Yeah. So um, Hannah's not there. Uh, I, 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 and I know, like, I have to leave. I have to get yeah. out of here. Like, I am, you know... I'm in, o- the, I'm in a pretzel loop. I have overstayed my welcome. I have all I have moved on from pretzels. I don't even know what I no. I don't know what the bridge from pretzels to Van Wilder was. <laughs> but now I'm at Van Wilder. And because Ryan Reynolds is in Van Wilder. Sure. All right. Man, so, sure. And I'm and I'm relaying the it's story. I had a really great uh interaction and encounter with <laughs> Ryan Reynolds yeah. at the Van Wilder screening uh and and press junket in Panama City, and I'm relaying this story. And then I just hear a uh knock at the door and i'm like okay let me answer the door it's hannah from allied advertising so i open the door and she goes hey there's some people out here uh who want to have a their picture taken with you and i go oh okay you know <laughs> and i start walking out the door i get halfway out the door <laughs> and i go you weren't talking to me Where are you?" <laughs> wait no. <laughs> no no what she was talking okay. to okay all right all right uh but I, I kind of made a joke, like, oh, uh, Joe, no, they, you know, they, they want some pictures. And she goes, no, they, they want pictures with you, with me. I'm like, oh, okay. And I walk halfway out the door, oh, and it dawns God. on me that there's nobody out there to take pictures with me. Oh, my God. The, she... girl, the, girl, from, the girl from Disney <gasps> oh, God. essentially texted Hannah, like, dude, I'm get, get this here. guy the F out of here. Oh, no. <laughs> no.
2: Oh, no.
6: Right? And it dawns on me, <gasps> and I step out the door. Oh, God. And then I turn back. I go... Wait a second. Oh, God. I go, did you send her a text message to tell her to come and get me? Oh, no. Oh, no. She did. I She flat out did. I go, I go, you did. I go, it's fine. I go, I get it. I get it. I get it. I go, I'm so sorry, man. You know, listen, you know, sometimes I have no chill or whatever. But I go, I know you totally did that, right? And then I shut the door, and I walk away with Hannah, and I go, I go, did she send the text message? She goes, yeah, she did. I was like, oh, my God. And I was... I, listen, I don't care that I called her out on it. Yeah, like, I, I don't. No. Like,
3: it, Ed, that's If you're going to do it, you got to own it. Yeah. 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 I'm like,
6: and you did. I don't know what the text that Hannah said. I don't know if it was like, hey, you know. Get this guy. Can, out can you of get here. this guy? I don't know if she was nice <laughs> Please about get him it. to
3: talk about pretzels again.
2: Oh, my God. But. So, I mean, we're closer with Hannah than them. You should really ask what, I want to know what the text says. I
6: would, you know what? I will ask her, but she she confirmed that uh, no, there was nobody out there to take pictures with me. <laughs> so now I'm standing outside of this room, and there's there's a a step and repeat background. Yeah. Nobody's there to take their picture with me, and now I'm like, oh my gosh, oh. like I,
2: now you're thinking.
6: I, I was a child at this point, like, I, you know, and I, I was so embarrassed, and I was, like, so inside my own head, and I was like, this is, like, this is terrible. I am so embarrassed. I almost felt like crying, and then, because, like, I was depressed. I was, like, like, I, I legit got depressed at who I am as a person, like, you know, like, and then I was, like, a little bit, I'm like, but I'm, I wasn't, I was being nice, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, Wait, I'm a nice person, but, like. God, Casey, you're a 46-year-old man. You should freaking know. You you have met a celebrity before. Like, stop being such an a-hole.
2: You were excited over pretzels.
6: I was excited about That her. was the problem. <laughs> you Wait, were excited I- over
3: great pretzels, and I... and, oh, and I still want to open a you. franchise, and You're it's not that out. expensive
6: to open yeah. a franchise. My wife said, no, I'm not allowed to open a Wetzel's Pretzels franchise. And I was trying <laughs> to think of, like, where could I open a Wetzel's Pretzels franchise? Where could I? Like, I thought this would have, would have been you going,
0: I need to go back and apologize right yeah. now, and then go back in there, and then they're with this guy again. Yeah. Okay, we, we can't get rid of him here.
2: What did, was did, the conversation? Like, what was the... There was no conversation, right? Was it just you talking and not ending? Right. All right. So, no. I try
6: (laughs) to get people involved in said conversation. So the questions were asked, I think, I'm pretty sure. Um, Do you recall a a real exchange, like a
3: conversation, or did you ask them to write down their questions and submit them to you? I don't know. So, so... (laughs) Was there any know, point I know, at which I don't know?
2: I, know, I know that. Was- I'll tell you what, I, there were questions oh. asked, uh-huh. and you didn't breathe to let them answer.
6: I had another moment over the weekend too. <laughs> where- well, well, wait. Uh-huh. Before you go to that, to to this point,
3: um, did you encounter them again? Did you did you get did you get a chance to apologize to him, our buddy from Stranger?
6: I uh, talked to the guy. All yeah. you know, right, so I, I never talked to the girl again from Disney. Uh, I talked to the guy. So I had gone into the theater after I had. Walked away and uh, hung my head in shame for ten to fifteen minutes and texted you guys to try and make myself feel a little bit better. I was uh, then uh, asked to go into the uh, um, into the theater to let people because they they collect your phones a lot yeah, of times yeah. before so they had just gotten approval to let everybody have their phones back. And then I, re- you know, announced a surprise to the, hey, by the way, we have one of the stars here. So if you want to take a picture while he's in the theater, you can go get your your cameras now. So I did that. And then, uh, and then I brought Joe on to the, the stage. And while Joe was addressing the crowd, I talked to the gentleman. I go, yo, man. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I go, listen, sometimes I have no chill. And he was so cool. He goes, yeah. dude. He's like, you were fine. He's like you're. You, he's like I actually. I want to hear the rest of the story. <laughs> oh <my laughs> so God. Oh, I'm like this guy. He, you're was lying. Was he texting while I said that? No, yeah, no, no. I'm like <laughs> you're lying, but thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, I you appreciate know, it. And you then know how
5: sometimes we have these events, and there's the person who's in charge of making sure that the other person's okay. Yeah. I wonder if the publicist did that on Joe's behalf, and he didn't care at all. You know, like there's a good chance that that was the case. Like you yeah, said, I was trying to put up a barrier and, and, you know, get get out in front of a situation. Because I've been at these things before, yeah. and I've been at them with you and you're
3: just friendly, and you're you. You know, you're totally fine. But every now and then, oh, you, you, somebody gets weird. You're, you're speaking the truth. Uh, more, nine times out of ten, it is not the celebrity who is right. put these restrictions or, on.
0: It is the handler. Or it could be like that scene in the Running Man, where Richard Dawson, the guy, <laughs> mops over his feet. And he goes, "Hey, you're doing a great job." And he walks in the other room. But, that a hole is working <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> here. Later on today, right. you're going to be mopping the floor. <laughs> um, but I what, Is there a chance maybe we could see about? Getting Joe on to talk to him
6: and just say, hey, are we okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry. I'd I love to talk that. to him. I'd love to I would, him anyway, I would, too. But, yeah. I really would love to, uh, you know, have an opportunity to practice perhaps- well, goes
3: to, di- di- go to the Disney
6: rep. Y- she was impressed.
3: Yeah, I know. No, here's the deal. Here's the deal.
6: If we were to get Joe on, he's not going to... He's not going to be. I He's going to be very diplomatic in, in in that. But Casey, uh... I have had
0: more <laughs> moments in my life like that where I've walked out of a room and just felt horrible about myself. By for whatever way I reacted or have just presented myself, and it, it's a common thing, you know, I mean, we've we we all do that. I told you guys
6: about this, um... It lives in you. Yeah, yeah it just, does. I told yeah, you guys hurts. about this, and I'll just call it an argument that I had in a Wawa parking lot too long ago, and I felt worse about this encounter than I did about that encounter. Like, right. I really <laughs> did, I felt worse about myself. And that one almost came to blows. No, it did, yeah. it yeah. did, and I, you know, I won't go into to details, but, you know, I, I will let everybody know that I was in the wrong to begin <laughs> with, but, um, but I had a very similar, um, experience on Saturday night at the Fish concert I was talking to a gentleman named Dave uh, who uh, he was telling me about these guys that were standing behind me and one of the guys just so happens to be a guitarist of a band that I actually just started listening to and I was like what? <laughs> you know? <laughs> No, uh, so a guy's name's Corey Wong, and he's a guitarist Whoa. for a band, Wolfpack, and I... Oh, I love um, Wolfpack. Thank you. Yeah. So do I. That's and us. I started going a little bit off the rails, and then Dave, who introduced us, he sort of had to, like, qualify, hey, this guy's the producer for the morning show in Philadelphia, yeah, and that's what he says, and I'm like, oh, man. I did it again. I'm doing it again. I'm like, he's totally... Poly- <laughs> he, he's saying to this guy, this dude's not just a, you know, <sighs> and, and, and although I am... He, yeah. Uh I was like, okay, all right, let's reel it back a little bit. <laughs> but this one time when you did this, no. Uh so I like I tried you know to what's reel great? It back. <laughs> pretzel bread. I like bread. So listen. Uh I
3: didn't feel as You bad probably about that felt encounter. it was worse than it was yeah. because now you were hyper aware of it. Yeah. I'm sure it wasn't that bad.
7: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's
5: challenging though too, because when when you're with friends, when you with loved ones, everybody smiles and nods and it's cool. When you're with strangers or somebody you've never met before, it changes the dynamic. And you have no idea what was going through Joe Keery's head. I'm sure he's fine and probably hasn't thought about it since then.
6: Right. Well, and or I've that's also... the
3: subject of his new movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
6: Now, I've also been on the receiving end of a few of these experiences, right? You know, people listen to the show and they're huge sure. fans. Or, like, uh, somebody will introduce me to somebody who clearly doesn't listen to the show, and that's fine, too. And now these people have to act like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, no, you don't it's have okay. to. It's right. okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Like, you don't have to listen. I know you don't. and And it's fun. But because of that, like... Because of my experience that I had with Joe Keery and to, you know, anybody, like, if, if you want to come up and say hi to me at a restaurant or a Wawa or a where, like, please do Absolutely. it. Because the deal is, like, I don't have a job if it's not for you that's yeah. listening right now. Like, it's just, you know, it's as simple as that. Like, all these, these, you know, great luxuries that I'm able to provide for my family are a direct result of you and your car or your home or your office or whatever listening to me right now. And so... Same thing for you, Joe Keery. No. Uh, <laughs> pretzels! Pretzels!
5: Oh, so Wouldn't anyway. it be great if you guys opened up a pretzel franchise, you and Joe Keery, yeah.
6: You know? Yeah. I just want to own it by myself. Oh, the oh, broadcasters open up a Wetzel's pretzels with one yeah. of the stars of Stranger Things. This, <laughs> is, this is my thing. This is not Joe Keery's thing. This is, right. is my thing. And I was trying he, to find a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> no, there is no bridge. And you know what? And, and so at the very end of the night, an asteroid hit, and we all die.
3: <laughs> right. There you go. And that's the end of the story. Wouldn't it be wild story. if all of this is just, like, part of, of Nick's a concussion? None of this is actually oh, yeah. happening. Right. None yeah. of this has happened. I'm,
0: I'm still sitting <laughs> <to> at the bottom <laughs> of that creek bed. He's
5: still based out. He's, <laughs> all, he's <laughs> in my nightmare. He's, there's Casey, there's a pretzel.
3: stranger things. Did you ever oh. see the movie Occurrence at Owl Creek Bridge? Where the, the, guy, the guy's being hung. And by the time he he believes the rope is broken, and he's running, and he's escaping, and by the time he sees his wife, and he just gets to the point where he's about to hug his wife, and his neck snaps back, and his... You realize between the time he f- it was being pushed off the bridge to be hung yeah. to the time his neck snapped, he <laughs> the <laughs> entire movie. <laughs> the whole thing was just a dream. In case yeah. he was at this movie <laughs> and there's something about pretzels. Pretzels <laughs> this man is this has been severely injured. He won't <laughs> stop talking about
6: it. <laughs> Wetzels, pretzels. I really want to open a franchise. I just don't know where I could put one right
3: a, now. A you wouldn't take the I mean, you know, hey, it's a nightmare to do franchises like that. I know. I don't want to actually Plus have to be there. You know what you're doing. Yes, yeah, yeah. I don't, I I don't want to actually be there. I don't there actually want to be it. there.
6: No. God.
3: Why don't you just get Please. a job at one? Yeah. Like
6: a weekend thing. Dude, listen. These things were huge, by the way. Like, I, I, I'm gonna go buy Kathy some can, some for you. Can you, you text <laughs> Preston and let him know? <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, dude.
3: <laughs> have him tell Casey that there's people outside.
6: No. So the worst part of this whole story, guys, is once I got done introducing the film and I walked out of the movie theater, I went to go to Wetzel's Pretzels because I wanted to buy some more oh to bring home to my family. They close. were closed. It was close. I was like, what did you do with all those extra pretzels that were in the display case? When was the last
3: the time, what was the last time you remember an all-night pretzel place?
6: It wasn't was that it, late. Hey, it wasn't even 8 o'clock.
0: Was it as quickly when they introduced you to Joe? Was it as quickly? Hey, man, how you doing?
6: Hey, have you ever had
0: Wetzel's Pretzels before? <laughs> was it that quick?
6: It was pretty close. Yeah. It Okay. It was pretty damn close. That, yeah, I've I think seen you a,
0: do that before. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen you do that type of thing where it's like, and I know what you're doing. You're just looking to have a, a normal conversation.
6: It's a nice so. You're, you're going to charm them. <laughs> All
0: right. Um, well, anyhow, we have to take a break, I think, right?
6: Uh, want, yeah, no, we do. We do, as a matter yeah. of fact. because okay, otherwise I would go to these calls, but uh, we have to. Uh, no, we
0: got to take a break. The okay.
6: regional manager, Sorry. Mitchell's Sprechels, <laughs> is on. Dan has <laughs> got to go.
3: He's, he's got to go. the
0: Northeast region, <laughs> and wants to talk about franchise opportunities.
6: Listen, the, old, the closest one here is at the Fashion District. I already checked, and like they're in like North Jersey. But that's the only one that, I, that is around here. All right. So, um. I can't believe the winner in all of this is Wetzel's Pretzels. Right. <laughs> yeah. time. You know? You kidding me? <laughs> all
0: right. We're going to take a break. Pay we're pay full gonna, price for that. <laughs> we're going to come back in a moment. You know what? I'm going to give away the last two screening passes uh, for that. Okay. Uh, Wetzel's Pretzels? No, not Wetzel's oh. Pretzels. Uh, we started off with this with Maggie Q. Oh, the protege. The protege and is at the same uh, theater. And that's tomorrow, right? Uh, Yes, tomorrow night, 7 p.m., KOP, Regal Stadium, 17. Uh, So we'll take callers 15 and 16, 215-263-WMMR, and you will be good to go. We're going to take a break and be right back. Bizarre Foul coming up. Stay with us.
10: MMR
2: spotlights the best rock in Philadelphia with Jackson's Local Shots.
0: That's right, and this
11: month's band is the Age of Truth. Age of Truth, your Local Shots Artist of the Month. Check them out every Wednesday at 6.30 right here
1: on the Mighty MMR.
10: And you can hear and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, Local Shots.
1: Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family.
10: 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Philly.
0: All right, so I, I, we've been getting a lot of these uh, texts coming in, uh, and it says that the audio is all messed up. Uh, I'm hearing people that are saying that it's like reverb, it's skipping, it's repeating, it's weird feedback. Uh, clean so, the needle. I don't know. I te- Clean the needle. <laughs> I, I texted Rodney, so we'll see if he can take care of that. But what I'm curious about is, are people listening on the radio, or are they listening um, on uh, streaming? Or, yes. you know, let us know if you're listening... Uh, live or you're listening? Well, is streaming is live too. I think but... this is part of my weird fever dream at the bottom that's of the probably it. Yeah, Maybe You're Nick, still there, right now? There's
3: there's a salmon kissing your forehead.
0: <laughs> I'm wondering if it's uh, <laughs> if it's something going on with our, our delay unit or what it is. It sounds
3: normal to us. I, yes, I don't hear anything at all. So we we would um, laughingly say quality control, but we know that's not even an option. Yep. Oh wait, here comes hey, oh, who it
7: is. Hey. Hey. Music,
0: please.
3: Bill Weston. Oh, one man, second, man, Bill, man about town.
0: Has made his way in. Hey, Bill, how you doing?
14: Welcome back. Good to be back. We thought we would screw up our HD transmitter for you just for your first show back. (laughs) Oh! Oh. Good to see you, Nick. (laughs) Thanks, Bill. Um, So the HD, if you have an HD radio in your car, and you're listening to the digital sound, the zeros and ones that come in and the higher fidelity that HD brings... Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um it's so I hate it. If you go it's okay. If you go into a reception area where the HD isn't strong enough, yep, the analog is to seamlessly cover the l- the loss of the digital signal. That's right. usually the way right. it works. Okay. Those things have to be delayed. The analog uh, has to be delayed oh, somewhat so it matches up. Yeah. At that moment of that word or that note in the song. So Rodney is going to the transmitter site to adjust the delay which has got out of sync. So wow. when you lose the digital, You'll hear you guys like a second and a half before, and it kind of this, creates... This. this would not
3: happen, though, if you're listening in the not if, if you just start listening in the non-digital...
14: Yeah, if you only have
3: an analog radio right. in your car, you're not having an issue. All right. Yeah. Number and
14: one, our our analog transmitter is stronger than our HD transmitter, yeah. which
0: is part of the issue. I, I hate HD radio. I can't stand the whole idea behind it. Because I, I have the same thing happen if I'm listening, and, and it'll go in and out of an area, and it... You hear a difference in the sing. I just, dude, it's been working fine for a hundred freaking years. You know, and I mean, our regular not, not sing- FM, but well, you know yeah. what I mean.
3: But our regular signal is strong enough. Mm. It sounds good. Yeah,
14: but if if you listen, it's like when you had an album and yeah. you got a compact disc. Yeah, there is a log. There is a wider uh, dynamic range right. that, that well, CD that digital affords, um, and that's what HD does. It gives you a little bit stronger, fuller sound, but it's not as strong as the. Analog. I'm getting weaves.
0: a number of texters saying that they're not used, listening to an HD radio, and it still sounds reverb and all messed up, so uh. I, I don't know. Uh-oh. <laughs> My wife says oh, all the right, stream let me is go fine. go back and check with Rodney. <laughs> the, stu- the stream, people are texting in saying the streaming is fine, yeah. uh, that uh, that they're not having an issue. So it does, you know, it, 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 you don't have to, yeah, it's just a straight signal. It's you not have this, to do the kung the, fu hand gestures. Yeah, which is what I was doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you said
2: people uh, said they're not listening to HD radio, but... I don't you know if you have an HD radio. I don't know if I it have says one.
3: there's an HD. Uh, uh, HD will pop up on your display,
2: like Some when you're yeah. getting an HD signal. What do newer yeah. cars have them? Like, do you think there's one in my yeah. car? Oh yeah. If, yeah, if
3: yeah. they don't, ask your windshield wipers. <laughs> stop, yeah. <right>. stop, stop. <laughs> wow! 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 Uh, hey, windshield wipers. Do I have HD in this car? Uh, <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> oh.
2: But I don't need to hit a button to turn it on.
3: No, no the button is okay. right next to your sail. <laughs>
0: I want to find a way to turn it off. There is honest. a way.
3: You is actually there...
14: can force the SD only, and okay. most of your. What does SD stand for?
0: Standard definition. Standard definition. definition.
3: Oh, yeah. I know. Okay. <laughs> oh. Oh my God!
0: Sucking D. Yeah. yeah. Oh
3: wow. <laughs> well, that's where we started. Okay. Depends no. on the car, really. Yeah.
14: <laughs> but you know what? Apart from the technical transmission of the show, the show sounds good. So, hey. oh, nice thank you guys. Oh, back. Thanks. Thanks really to you. good. To a minus. Back. And you know who's coming up at 1030 today? Who? Jackie <laughs> Bambe. Bam. Oh, oh, Jackie who yeah. decided to take
0: off. Sorry. <laughs> uh thank you, Bill okay. Weston, man Good to see that? Bill Weston. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Man in black. He's definitely is. uh He's got his uh, Johnny
3: Cash vibes going today, for sure. So uh, he wears black to uh, remember his time in Folsom Prison.
0: <laughs> uh, I want to do a couple of shout-outs really quick, uh,
3: and I apologize whoa, Well, that shouldn't have happened. <laughs> but,
0: and I want to apologize if uh, the audio's poor, but I'm just we're, it's, we're moving right ahead here. Uh, but we have a shout-out for Brian and Kelly Capone. They just had their first child, Beau William Capone. Beau Capone, 21 ounces and eight pounds, one ounce. So, or 20, 21 inches and eight pounds, one ounce. 21 feet, eight pounds. That's more <laughs> like it. So congratulations to you guys. Here's another one that says, uh, i just just going to two more. Uh, hey, uh, Preston and Steve show, uh, on Monday I start a new job as a teacher for my, uh, of my very own classroom. Aww. While I'm nervous and excited, I want to give myself a little shout out for completing college and graduated during the worst possible time ever. Not only this, but a shout-out to, uh, to you all. As a commuter student to Westchester University, <clears throat> I had uh, plenty of time alone to listen to the show. You guys have earned the bachelor's in education as much as I have. Uh, thank you so much for, my, uh, for keeping me company during many long drives and walks on campus. Uh, and looking forward to the morning commutes as I get to listen live. And she says, love, Serena M. P.S. I'm the listener who brought in the slutty brownies a few years back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thank I you like that. very much serena congratulations <laughs> you, to you could you imagine if we were teachers <laughs> uh no oh my god know, i'd shudder at the thought and then one last one says i'd like to request a shout out to my mom donna from ambler on her birthday sometime around august 15th i've been listening since why 100 days in my uh or in her car when she dropped me off at middle school it is a fun memory for me 20 years later, I'm now 33 and still a fan. Oh, my God. My mom has been a loyal fan for years, listening live, and now the podcast has made it possible to never miss a show. Uh, it's a great shared interest of ours and always provides something to smile about. Thanks for the years of entertainment. Happy birthday. Mom, you're the greatest. Thank you for the gift of life. And there's a shout out, and that is from Timothy, by the
3: you way. You know, what, Preston, you had mentioned a while ago we should do it. How long have you been listening to the President Steve show? At yeah. some point we do it
6: because that blows my mind. You know, that duration. Am I doing this first? You do it whenever you want. Okay. You just let me know when you want me to hit the little drum roll. Yeah, I'm going to do the bizarre file,
0: and then we are going to announce a show coming to town. Uh, Ah.
1: Yeah. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Bizarre. Bizarre. Bizarre File. (laughs)
0: All right, authorities in Canada have apologized after they threw the burnt remains of a woman in a dumpster, apparently confusing it with a mannequin. Oh, man. Danny McConnell, the police chief, said during the briefing that fire responders were alerted to a small fire close to a local factory. Uh, He said when they arrived, witnesses declared that someone had lit a silicone mannequin on fire. Following a discussion, the first responders reportedly made the decision to dispose of what they believed to be the mannequin in a dumpster. So the body was so incinerated
3: they couldn't identify it as an actual human.
0: Yeah. Uh, However, later the same day, a man is said to have reported his partner missing And police tracked the woman's mobile phone to a vehicle near the fire. Officers then made the connection between the missing person's report and the earlier discovery and went back to the dumpster to retrieve the remains. Sorry. Mr. McConnell said, we are obviously sorry about this situation. And rest assured, the family is being advised about every key detail of this investigation. Our hearts are with the family, her partner, and the kids in this very tragic situation. Uh, Police reportedly said that they are treating the unnamed woman's death as suspicious, but it is yet unclear how she died. Uh, Animal rescuers called to a Singapore home in which a woman thought she heard a cobra hissing, wound up rescuing the resident from a malfunctioning electric toothbrush. (laughs) <laughs> wow. Okay. Animal welfare group called
3: when, Acres... When those things rear up, they're going in for the attack.
0: ...said a team was dispatched on a report from a resident who heard what she thought could be a dangerous snake hissing in her bedroom. Uh, the resident, Ji <laughs> Yan, had sent the team a recording of the noise that she heard... ...and the rescuers determined it sounded like a black spitting cobra, a venomous species. Uh, the team searched Ji Yan's home for nearly an hour... Uh, before they discovered the source of the hissing, it was an Oral B electric toothbrush. Uh, he turned the toothbrush on and off again, bringing an end to the hissing. Resident says she discovered the toothbrush was malfunctioning because it had gotten water into the battery compartment. A Wisconsin woman accident oh, this is messed up. Uh, a Wisconsin woman accidentally shot a friend while using the laser sight on a handgun. To play with a cat.
3: <laughs> My God. God.
6: Come a-
0: on. Criminal complaints charging the 19 year old woman with neg- negligent use of a weapon said that she was visiting an apartment on Tuesday afternoon where a 21 year old man had brought a handgun. The woman, who a witness said had been drinking, picked up the handgun, turned on the laser sight, and was pointing it to the floor to get the cat to chase it. And then the gun went off. Uh, the man who was standing in the doorway was shot in the thigh. He left and went into another apartment where police found him after responding to a 911 call. A tourniquet was applied to his leg to stop the bleeding before he was taken to the hospital. There's no word on the condition, but authorities said he was facing charges for violating bond conditions that prevented him from having a weapon. Uh-huh. Uh, the woman told police she thought the magazine had been taken out of the gun and said that it accidentally went off. As a group of hikers on a camping trip unpacked their belongings, one was attacked and killed by a brown bear in Russia. Uh, the group was hiking in the popular Argaki National Park in southern central Russia when the tragedy occurred. Uh, the men scaled a wall of rocks once they saw the drooling bear, but one man, Evgeny Starkov, lagged behind. One of the survivors told the local news that they watched their friend get devoured before fleeing further into the forest after the bear caught sight of them. Wow, that's messed up. Uh, the group walked for seven hours barefoot through the wilderness without any equipment before they reached safety and were able to inform authorities of the incident. Argaki National Park has made a number of statements on their social media pages. The administration confirmed the incident and announced that the park, aside from some specific trails... We'll be closed to visitors until November 1st.
3: Feel a little better now, Nick? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Those guys are bunch of wusses. How about
0: this? Firefighters rescued a woman <laughs> last week who was found swimming in a 70-foot-high water tank in Alabama. (laughs) The unidentified woman broke a fence barrier, climbed a ladder to the top of the tank, which was filled with roughly 350,000 gallons of water.
3: Is that drinking water? Uh, Yeah, I would
0: imagine. Uh, The hatch of the tank was apparently not secure, and it closed behind her after she went inside. Yeah. Uh, The woman was spotted last Thursday by Doug Duran, a retired police officer who lives across the street from the tank. Uh, Firefighters Hunter Campbell and Cody Collins climbed the tank, found the woman swimming inside, and they managed to persuade her to leave the tank, and they used a harness to bring her down safely. She'd been in the water all that time? I don't know how long she was in there, but yeah, she had... uh, Her her cooch must have looked like chewed gum. (laughs) (laughs) Even Kathy liked that one.
2: You got to admit. I haven't seen you guys in a while. Uh, it's funny again.
0: Yeah, I don't uh, give it a day. Uh-huh. I don't know how long she was in there, Steve. I don't think she was there like overnight or anything Oh, like okay. That, so. so probably just normally look like gum. Yeah, maybe just look like gum. gum. Go. Yeah, She would gum. Like a yeah. like, like piece of bubble issue. Like Big League. Yeah. Uh And you know what? We're going to wrap right yeah. there. That's right. A, it's a good place to stop right there because we have a show announcement oh. to make. Uh-oh. Uh, This is cool. The reason that we're making this announcement is because the first show sold out. And so another show has been scheduled. So MMR is excited to announce October 12th at the Academy of Music. The one and only Mr. John Mullaney will be performing. And tickets for this show, October 12th at the Academy of Music, will go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m., be a ticket master. And his 11 other shows at the Academy of Music in October are, it says his 11 other shows. Yeah. Yeah. His one other show, right? I be. thought it was no, 11. it 11, 11 shows? 11. shows. Yeah. dear God. Yeah. Are you kidding? I did not know he was doing that many. Yeah. So he has 11 shows sold out, so a 12th has been added. Well, good for him. He's phenomenal. He is. He's great. excellent. Uh, so uh, you'll be able to get tickets tomorrow morning starting at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster. You can go to WMMR.com for more information. Or you can be calling number 15 and get a pair of tickets from us right now before they go on sale. 215-263-WMMR. Let's set you up. And again, the show is October 12th at the Academy of Music. And uh, tickets on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. But call calling number 15, you will get those tickets right now. Wow, that's got to be... That's got to be a record sometime. Uh, 12, 12 shows? Says. Damn. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second, and we'll get lesson, in uh, question, trash, and music news. Those things are coming up next. Stay with us.
4: Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app.
0: The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant...
4: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: What is going on? 1033, Preston and Steve Show. On this Monday morning, rapidly approaching our time when we share the letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize. And it's a $350 gift card for Pop Dodges. Red Sparrow Tattoo and Gallery in Downington. Downington. Downingtown. uh, And the all-new runic Tattoos in Newtown Square. Uh, so we'll get to that. In the meantime, though, we have some other things. We're going to do a lesson question. A pair of tickets to see 311 Saturday, BB&T Pavilion. All right. And the question that we're going to go with, I think we got to do this. Uh, Steve made the mistake of going to Newtown instead of New Hope. And apparently, <laughs> Kathy goes to Newtown to get her what lasered? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. <laughs> hmm. Steve made the mistake going to Newtown instead of New Hope. (laughs) And apparently Kathy goes there, goes to Newtown to get her what lasered? (laughs) 215-263-WMMR. Her words. We need to to hear it verbatim. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll see if we can get it right. We'll do the trash while you call. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR
1: with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by
0: Hens and Honey Shop, located in beautiful downtown uh, Swedesboro, New Jersey. It's a unique boutique that has everything from bath products, handmade candles, stylish, high-quality clothing, accessories, and more. Stop by Hens & Honey Shop for a truly unique shopping experience.
3: What's up this morning, Steve? Well, Jeopardy! producer Mike Richards was named as the permanent host of the syndicated version of the game show, while and Bialik will be hosting Jeopardy! specials throughout the year. Bialik was offered the permanent hosting gig, but turned it down because she did not want to commit to a show that's only been on for 57 years.
7: Hey! Kourtney
3: Kardashian angrily responding to people suggesting she was pregnant after an unflattering social media pic was posted... Courtney snapped back writing, one and done, but was quickly reminded she has three kids. (laughs) Bye. And finally, Kelly Clarkson's prenup has been validated by the judge in a divorce case, meaning ex-Brandon Blackstock will not receive a share of money she earned while they were married or the Montana ranch he's currently living in. However... Blackstock will retain full ownership of a signed from Justin To Kelly movie poster. Oh. So that's pretty awesome. And that's your heart trash.
0: All right, to the answer. Let's see if somebody knows or to the answer. To the phone to see if somebody knows the answer. 215-263-WMMR. Steve made the mistake of going to Newtown instead of New Hope. And apparently Kathy goes to Newtown to get her what lasered, and I will go to Sean. See if he knows the answer. Sean, good morning.
11: Hey, have you guys ever had Wetzels pretzels? they are awesome! I have. <laughs>
0: All right. Sean, do me a favor. What did Kathy get lasered? Beef. Her beef. beef. Oh, there we go. You got it, Sean. Hang on. And we are going to give you a pair of tickets to see 311 on Saturday, BB&T Pavilion. Welcome this is the tour opener and features Irritation and Laia Terra. <laughs> It's also a pavilion-only show, so no lawn. And some tickets remain at Ticketmaster.com, WMMR.com for more information.
2: The owner of where I go, uh, I go to Refresh in Newtown. His name is Sean, so I wonder if that was him that called in.
3: Oh, really? Have <laughs> yeah, seen her beef? Yeah. Many times. He yeah. Listen. No, uh, Mostly a slash-and-burn do... procedure when no, we go in.
2: He doesn't do my beef. The girls do.
3: Oh, okay. Do they actually work there, or they're just sitting in the waiting
2: no, room? No, stop. They're great. Okay.
3: All they're... right. How often do you do that, by the way?
2: Uh, every four to six weeks. Every Friday.
6: <laughs> Wait, oh, that's pretty often. I thought it was like a permanent thing.
0: Well, you, yeah, you, you have get... to
2: go through, you do four to six treatments every four to six weeks. Right. So I'm like, I'm, I'm a little over halfway done. I think I've done
3: Just one side. Four. Is yes. it like when they were picking up Casey's <laughs>
0: sod? <laughs> okay, so hang on. It's going to be gone permanently? Yeah. Like you'll be there wow. as a baby down there? So
2: like, um.
3: Or did you leave a little bit? No, no. Hmm. Okay, wow. Nah. Well, can you put some pictures up on social media? Yeah, so? yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah,
2: I'll do. Yeah, full okay. Before spread. Before pictures. Yeah. Here's my you ass.
3: Got
2: you got it. No problem. Here's
3: my starfish.
2: Well, I told you they they get up in there.
3: Do they? mean um, they have
2: to. Yeah. There's no hair. There's not going to be hair there either.
3: So uh, does it hurt?
2: no look. You know who you're talking to. I know. That's no, why I, yeah. that's why I okay. do it. Does Excellent. It I <laughs> no. It, it's not. Like, it it feels like. Um, So this is how I describe it. If you were to put your hand on like something hot, like on the stove right after you just cooked and you left it there, like that's what it feels like. If they they were to keep it in, so they constantly are moving the laser, it feels like if they were to stop, it would burn you, but they don't stop. They they continually go. And then um, they have a monitor. It monitors your, I guess- Out to the lobby? No, your skin temperature. (laughs) So when your skin temperature reaches- Oh. Whatever I don't know what it is. A certain temperature, they stop, and you're done. For well, the you're
3: you're you, you're exactly right. If anyone says it's painless, and you're it's yeah. you, then you have to believe Kathy when she says it's painless. <laughs> right. All right. Well, enough about Kathy's beef,
0: <laughs> and now on to music news. Now, Preston and Steve's nice. music news
1: on ninety-three-three WMMR.
14: That's, That's weird. news. Yeah. <laughs> That's
0: <laughs> That's the latest beef. Now let's get on to the latest music news. That's the latest news. Huh, let's get, get on, on to the, the latest, latest beef. <laughs> uh, on Friday, Wolfgang Van Halen posted on social media that Mammoth WVH will be sitting out two shows in their ongoing opener slot on the Guns N' Roses stadium trek due to COVID. A message was posted which read in full Mammoth WVH. Will not be performing tonight Missoula Montana on Monday night in Commerce City, Colorado out of an abundance of caution due to a member of our touring personnel testing positive for COVID-19. All band members and other crew have tested negative at this time. we apologize to those fans <laughs> we won't be seeing over the we won't be seeing over the next couple of shows. Thanks everyone for their support. We can't wait to be back when it's 100% safe for everyone to do so. Uh, and also another story, Corns concert in Scranton on Saturday this past Saturday was canceled after a member of the band's camp tested positive for covid 19 uh, the they posted a message to fans on Instagram writing unfortunately uh, there's been a conform- confirmed covid 19 case within the corn camp uh, the safety of our artist crew venue staff and fans are a top priority so we must postpone the show tonight corn's uh, next concert is scheduled for tomorrow night in Wanta New York and oh I don't know if they're going to be playing that or not.
3: They're probably playing, uh, probably Jones Beach Theater.
0: Don't know. But, uh, yeah, so no word on if that show's going forward or not. I assume it is as of now. And just one more story, and that's it. A Texas federal magistrate judge has told a federal district court that Nickelback must face a copyright lawsuit. Uh Claiming that the ban... Copied its
3: 2005 hit Rockstar from an earlier track called Rockstar. Uh, Kirk Johnson. Well, that that was kind of a bad move if they're going to rip off the song and name it the same thing. Kirk
0: Johnson filed a lawsuit against Nickelback members Chad Kroger, Michael Kroger, Ryan Peake, and Daniel Adair, as well as the band's former record label Roadrunner Records and Warner Chapel Music. Uh, The Live Nation uh, and also Live Nation Entertainment. Uh, alleging that the band copied his original musical composition called Rockstar, which he wrote in 2001 while a member of the band, uh, while he was a member of a band called Snowblind Revival. Uh, Johnston is sinking damages, seeking damages for copyright infringement and injunction against further infringement. I if find it, it hard to this believe long yeah, before yeah. they
3: do something like that. Also, Kroger's like a, a hit machine. I mean, uh, yeah. listen, uh, not saying it, it absolutely didn't happen, but it seems unlikely, right? Right, yep. You never know. We'd have to hear the song, and yeah. if there's
0: proof that it was out well before they had it, then maybe they got a case.
3: Maybe there's a lyric within the song that says, I've stolen this song. Maybe. It's so
0: blatantly obvious. obvious. And that's it. Short music news today, and that is all that I have for you. We're going to take a break, come back in a second, Letter of Day, Word of the Week, and bringing into the studio, Jackie Bandit is yeah. in for Pierre Robert. We'll be back in a moment. The MMRV is coming to you.
1: Join Steve Morrison Wednesday from 5 to 7 at Monster Pets at 1946 South Columbus Boulevard in South Philly for an MMRBQ ticket rate. Win tickets every 15 minutes and check out their brand new aquarium section and dog wash.
0: 1052 on this Monday morning, the Preston Steve show back. Day one under our belt. From vacay. Yes. As we are, wow, approaching the end of the summer, man. As far as like school goes, crazy. Some, some people are already starting in
3: the next, uh, like this week. I was surprised. I think even like last week, some you know, some schools, uh, I guess to make up or whatever, are are back. That's yeah. too
0: damn early. This is ridiculous. <laughs> What's happening? All right. I would like to thank our guests on the show. Victor Fiorello, hey. editor of Philadelphia Magazine, was on this morning. They have their Best of edition, which is out, and it's filled with uh, all kinds of great stuff from the, from the worlds of Of food and entertainment and uh, sightseeing and just all kinds of good stuff. And worst of, too. Which is also uh, fun. I agree. Uh, So thank you uh, to Victor. And if you want to check that out, you can go on uh, phillymag.com. Get all the information right there. Also, it was great to talk to Maggie Q. Yeah. Yeah. Maggie Q, she is a really cool, beautiful woman uh, and a great actress. The protege is in theaters on Friday. We also announced a show. Uh, John Mulaney's 12th show, 11 shows are sold out at the Academy of Music. Wow. Uh, and the 12th show added uh, tickets go on sale tomorrow uh, uh-huh. for the Tuesday, October 12th uh, viewing. And you can go to KimmelCenter.org.
3: He clearly has a solid fan base here.
0: Yeah, to get all of the uh, details. So it was uh, nice to have everybody on, get all that information out. And, oh, my God, Jackie hey, I never heard of them. Welcome back. How are you, man?
8: Man, long time no see. No, Nice to see you, dude. Those stories were great. What a vacation. Oh, it's yeah. nuts. <laughs> I'm really here to open up a uh, pretzel stand on the boardwalk. <laughs> yes. Of case, yes. North Wildwood. Case, yeah. I see dollar
0: signs. Yes, I do, you too. You two should be partners.
8: You know what's funny? Papa Bam Bam's like, uh, well, I should open up a f- pretzel stand with just water ice. We would beat all the ice cream stands. Not pretzels, just water ice? Just water ice and pretzels. Oh, oh and pretzels. Yes. Oh, thought oh, so you're opening a pretzel and be stand. Real so that... che-
3: and real cheap. Yeah. I mean, it would be, be great, though, to open up a pretzel stand that just sells water ice. Yeah. Steve,
8: we could do it in New Hope, not New yeah, Town exactly. Square. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I want to open up a kayak rental place with you. Don't make me say that word. <laughs> Good, Take it up.
2: <laughs> what word? Kayak. Romano, kayak.
8: did you go to Memory Motel
2: and not call me? Uh, you know what? So, I, went I was to, thinking of you. I went to Montauk earlier <laughs> yeah. in the summer, and when I drove by... Um, It was packed. They still have parties there. Like, it's a motel with, like, the door outside to just a rock parking lot. And it was... It was packed. They had it roped off, and people just party there.
8: I was like, Kathy didn't call me because last time she went there, she always buys me a T-shirt, but I want a black T-shirt. Well, she never got me a black, but I'm sure they don't make them, right?
2: No, and, and I'll tell you, I went um, again this year. I stopped in. There's a store um, right down the street from Memory Motel. So if you go to Memory Motel <laughs> in the middle of the day, you can't find anybody who actually works there. <laughs> Where
3: is this, right, Montauk?
2: It's right. This, I, it's right I think i stayed there. It's right when you get really? into Montauk. Yeah. It's Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. Wow.
3: I, I, I'll guarantee I've stayed there.
2: So, um, Jackie, there's a there's a shop that sells them and they have they don't uh, they, they haven't updated the shirt. Yeah. So you have it. Okay. And I'm waiting for them to That's put it. That's why new I was like,
8: Kathy didn't call me, but I saw all your picture saying <laughs> yeah. congratulations to your brother's having twins. Yes, it? Yeah. my brother is having
2: twins. I've been stalking. And you, and we Romano. had the baby shower over uh, last weekend. Yeah. Nice.
0: Excellent. Uh, so we got you all week here, right, man? You and me, buddy, and yeah. happy birthday to your kid,
8: your other one, Parker, oh, Parker. right? Yeah, yeah. Gambling in AC, was it? Or Twenty-one, yeah. Nice,
0: I heard yeah, that. Nice. Wow, man! Wish him a happy for me. I will definitely do that. All right, should we do the letter of the day? Nick, are we ready?
8: we are we're not going <laughs> to fall down the mountain. No. I think I got the letter.
1: We're ready.
0: Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. The
8: letter H is in hallelujah. I love you, Preston and Steve. Aww. Aww. Thank
0: you, Jackie. All right, one letter, four more to go. We have a $350 gift card for Bob Dodge's Red Sparrow Tattoo and Gallery in Downingtown. Or the old-new runic Tattoos in Newtown Square. For tattoo ideas, you can visit BobDodgeTattoos.com. So what's in store for today's show, man?
8: Well, let's see. On Pierre's menu, uh, Workforce Blocks, Rolling Stones celebrated the 40th anniversary of Start Me Up yesterday off of Tit2U. So, of course, we'll start it off with the Stones Workforce Block. Uh, <laughs> chicken peppers. Chicken peppers. Pierre yells at me, Jackie, they're the chili peppers. No, Pierre, they're the chicken peppers to me. (laughs) Anniversary of Mother's Milk, we'll uh, give you a block there. And, of course, the shirt I'm wearing, the king, has left the building today. Uh Elvis in 1977. Uh And uh, Chuck D'Amico left me the key to the massive vaults of the MM archives. We're going to Emerald City. We're going to Route 70 for a uh, MMR concert event that took place with the original Nighthawk, Tom Robinson, and he calls back oh. to our
0: MMR station. Okay, so nice. we'll, we'll do that. No Gino Vanelli?
8: <laughs> <laughs> I already got rid the riot act. Stop it, Prespo. Stop it. All right. It's not you calling Friday night either, gang.
3: All right, all right. Gino Vanelli.
0: All right, real quick I want to thank our sponsors president Steve show has been brought to you today by Duncan the official coffee of the president Steve show and also Penn Community Bank serving the greater good member FDIC and uh Wilmington University ready to make a move Wilmu works online or in person you can learn more at wilmu.edu. tomorrow on the program uh Chelsea Handler Ah, will be joining us. Interesting. And we also have a former federal agent and UFO investigator, Ben Hansen ah, on the show. So very cool. Interesting conversation.
6: There's some really good... Uh, Showtime's got a really cool four-part uh, documentary series. I saw the, the teaser it up, yeah. for it, yeah.
0: Looking very cool. Excellent. So that is it. We are done. Rage on, and have a great day. we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. Uh-oh.
1: on 93.3 WMMR. Hey, everybody. It's good to have you on the... bap a toot a bap a doot a gap
7: a